0: Welcome to the Road of Damnation, uh, Horus Heresy podcast with myself,
1: it's,
0: Lewis. I'm so confused now. It's, Craig it's
2: is... Road to Damnation, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs>
2: God damn it, man.
0: All right, so we said the Craig bug again.
2: <laughs> you sure All you right. want to do that?
0: We forked this one, so we're stuck now. All right, well, you can edit this out. All right, so this is a Road to Damnation, a, uh, Horace Heresy Podcast with myself, Lewis, Chris, and Craig. Uh we wanna welcome you to our first recording of this wonderful podcast that I've already fucked up in many recordings. And uh, you know, we're just gonna kinda go over who we are as gamers, hobbyists, enthusiasts of this buddy K nation and uh kind of, you know, go over our surname the topics. You know, we have an itinerary of like looking at the Forge World Price hikes, which is Kind of a minimal thing we don't really want to discuss too much, you know. An intro into you know our heresy experience and gaming like the type of models we use, armies, that kind of fun stuff. Moving on to like you know what we're up to right now, which I'm looking at a bunch of Zone talus stuff. I don't know about the other guys. Yeah. You know, and then we're gonna talk about the new or latest edition too. Uh, Horse Heresy, which is as Titanicus, which I'm pretty big on, and I know Chris is, and eventually Craig will be, even though he's staying pretty quiet about that. Yeah, someday. Someday. Yeah, we'll talk about the, the news coming out, you know, the possible legions, rules, speculations, kind of that stuff. And then we have one of my funniest segments that I cracked up on, which is, uh... Musings of a drunken heretic in NJ, <laughs> and then finally getting fluffed by Craig.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: that's our agenda tonight. So let me let me uh start off and uh, introduce Craig, who will be our wonderful fluff master or the Craig bot.
3: All right, guys. Well, uh, my name's Craig. I've been playing heresy for about two years now, but I've been in the hobby for about twenty years. Started out with 40k, with my first army being Blood Angels, my second being Iron Warriors. Took a 20-year hiatus because, well, it just wasn't anything here. And, uh, randomly playing a game of Mech Warrior Online, I met a guy who was into 40k, and then he told me about 30k, and here I am now, recording a podcast and doing public speaking, which is pretty much AIDS for me.
0: <laughs> it sounded sounding like you're uh, looking for dudes for dudes.
3: Yeah. I mean, whatever I got to do to make money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we have Chris who has appeared on many of the uh, different podcasts out there as uh Psycho Chris.
3: Right. Um, something like that. <laughs> He's at one point been known as hysterectomy, Chris, too, but we don't (laughs) talk about that.
0: Also, uh,
3: kid filler, but we'll we'll
0: ignore that one.
2: Oh! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You didn't complain.
3: (laughs) I think I can feel it in my throat still.
2: Oh, God. I feel so (laughs) dirty. All right, Chris.
0: What's your experience in a hobby or your dungeon?
2: I first got hard for Warhammer Fantasy when I was twelve. I got really into it, but I wasn't smart enough to play it. I just painted shit until I was like fifteen, and then I discovered like smoking weed and realized how much fun it was to chase pussy fast forward <laughs> till I was like in my early twenties got in the forty k and fantasy again and uh and now I'm you know, I just like to. Fucking jerk off the heresy as much as humanly possible, especially when I'm driving. So,
0: this is the way you gotta do it like one hand resting in yeah. one and the other, yeah. and then the steering wheel's just free. Standing in the front
2: yard, Sigismund,
1: give it to me. Yeah,
2: hey, you know, he's got a long sword. So, but um,
0: are you sure it's long or is that just your imagination? Hey, you know what?
2: I don't even know all good no it's all good so good yeah breathe into the mic a little bit harder next time <laughs> <laughs> this is making it tough, Peter. yeah did you just fucking climax or something what was that trying not to laugh <laughs> all right so what should we uh yo i haven't even introduced myself
3: oh yeah Nobody cares about the British the British thing in America. You're the you're the cause of this price hike. <laughs> it's all your fault. I actually,
0: I um yo. I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, just a quick brief about me. I'll I get I, your mom I, in a second. You're welcome to it. Have fun. <laughs> 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 all right, so my uh my uh stint in this hobby is very similar to everyone else's. Yeah, you know, I played pretty heavily in England when I was a, you know, a teen, going to bookstores, taking up tables, hanging out with friends. My first army was Necron back when they had like no units. It was like four at most, and they were pretty awful. When you wiped like seventy-five percent, the whole freaking unit died. Kind of took a hiatus, moved to America, met these fuckers and now i'm playing heresy and it's pretty awesome so that's really my experience uh now i'm playing uh salamanders i think they're pretty awesome vulcan and his uh hard hammer <laughs> nice but so now you know that's just a bit about me you know i'm just you know i i've also decided girls were way more important than <laughs> among other things yeah <laughs> uh so, you know, first thing I kinda wanna tackle on this this wonderful podcast is yeah, you know, Forge World's price hikes. And I know everyone's got an opinion. I'm gonna kinda sit back and let Chris explain his opinion first because you know, before we like get into this, I don't really wanna beat the hammer on this, but like it's a pretty serious issue that some people have got pretty offended by. So I mean, Chris, what's your opinion on this wonderful price hike? Uh
2: you know, for me it's like how the fuck are we going to get people into the hobby? Like, ever since that one cunt fucking, whatever you want to call him, wrote that article about heresy being dead, like, a, you know, that's when the whole, you know, heresy being dead fucking inside joke thing started happening, because it clearly wasn't dead, but now, like, the 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 company's basically on a fucking suicide mission, and you know, like, if I, I want to try and get someone into the hobby... and and try and tell them to, like, support the company that, you know, is responsible for this amazing fucking, or this part of the hobby, because it's not the entire Wargaming hobby, but, um, like, like, unless they're a fucking millionaire, and they can just light money on fire and wipe, you know, wipe their ass with it, like, who wants to spend fucking, like, $1,500 on a starter army, you know? So it's like, you know, I don't know.
0: It's pretty crazy to to think that, you know, for something that they were just created their own book, they're pretty much fucking us.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, at this point, like, I, I was buying stuff from Forge World, for, you know, back when I couldn't afford Forge World. I was just buying recast shit because it was the only way to en- enter the hobby. Um, and now that I have the money that I can afford Forge World, I started buying Forge World on the regular. And um, now I just go straight to, you know, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to spend you know, uh, 20% more than I was paying, um, just to get it, what, a day and a half faster than I was getting it before, like fucking whatever. So, you know, it sucks, but you know, the, the Chinese market, you know, that just, their stocks just went up or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Their economy is doing real well. And it's all because of fucking games, workshop bean counters. Craig, you've been pretty quiet on this. How do you feel about this?
3: It sucks. I mean, I want to support the hobby. I want to support the people who make the hobby. I want to give them my money so they can make more stuff. But why am I going to give somebody money who is taking way too much money? I mean, it was bad enough in the beginning that it was already overpriced for us. Living in the U.S. due to the exchange rate and the additional fees on shipping and paying that. But, you know, now that you've just said, oh, hey, we're just going to you know, throw an additional 20 bucks on there. It's twenty bucks, but still it's twenty bucks that I work hard to get to. Like you know, I'm not I'm not a big money maker. I work, you know, a blue collar job in a machine shop as a assembly tech and you know, I live in the most expensive states in the country to live in. How do you expect me to afford a hobby when you're pricing me out of it effectively? So I guess I'm just gonna steal a joke from player unknowns battleground and just say it China number one. <laughs> I mean Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out
0: to a, a a podcast that we all listen to and say that I of hearts pretty much hit the nail on the head. I mean fucking you wanna put your like uh yo, know, I'm not gonna buy that shit. Like doesn't mean the hobby's dead, man. You know, if you you play the hobby you already have a fucking army. Just enjoy it while you <laughs> have it and you know, if they go out of commission and everyone knows that you know Fucking, if they don't get enough people, they'll just stop the game dead center. But the fans, if they take it over, the product will be better anyway. So that's where I stand on this. Like I don't, you know, give a shit. If you want to play Recast or play Recast? I play with it too, so I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah, fucking a. I mean, it's either that or nothing at this point. Because who wants to spend that kind of fucking money? So
0: yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, it's fucking absurd. Australia's getting raped.
2: Yeah, but, talk about fucking. Well, you know, they could at least put some lube on. You know,
0: they like, now they uh, just gone full in. Fucking, Didn't even right. warn them. <laughs>
2: yeah, man, just fucking going in dry on that shit. You know, Yeah, you know, that but, that's, that really sucks too. Fortress was cheaper for them for a while than you know. They, GW. they they you know they they explained it pretty well. It's like
0: technically you were getting it cheaper because of the exchange rate went down. And they're trying to account for that shit, but it still doesn't make sense. We shouldn't be paying bad tax. They want to do that. It's like kind of bullshit. Let's be yeah. honest.
2: I mean, it's poor business on their end. Like I, I'm, I, I, my livelihood is based on self employment. So, and there comes a point where you have to have a certain level of client appreciation. You know, like I don't yeah. nickel one dime and charge people for a phone call. You know what I mean, like. I charge for my time, but if they need a 15-minute like, a phone call, I'm not going to nickel and dime them. This is GW nickel and diming people, and all it does is turn them off. So, And so. when you
0: try to grow the fucking hobby.
3: That's a big part of the problem, is I don't blame Forge World for this. Well, it's not their I fault. Bleak. I blame GW proper, because they make all the decisions for them. Yeah. Forge World really has no say in what happens, because they're a subsidiary. And it sucks because
2: they're a better company they take any they've taken any game that g w had so far and made it better
3: you know, and that's the thing is you know it's it's g w being greedy they're going back to their old ways they were making strides in recent years with their changes to consumers and even their game systems changing to fit what the customer wanted, but which you customer know. Well, even though, yeah,
2: even though 8th <laughs> is an abomination.
3: It may be an abomination, but it does make other people happy. And <laughs> Who knows? That abomination may be the gateway to get people into heresy. Wink wink. If
0: yeah, well, that yeah. became the case, I'd stop playing. It's like stupidity for morons. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just going to drive my tank up. It's got armor. i face it the other way around. It makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> My last
1: no offense to forty K play.
2: My last cannon's stuck in this bush, but I'm gonna shoot it out of the uh my rear taillight.
1: <laughs> yeah it can see
0: it. So it can see the whole unit. <laughs> no, this but beyond the rant. Forty K is whatever what people actually like. You know, if they're if they're into that, you know it's it is what it is. You know, the people like that, they like that. me doesn't do me justice. But, you know. Who the hell cares? You know, at the end of the day it gets people playing the hobby. Alright. Yeah. So we'll move into the more interest interesting part, which is you know, you know, how do we get started in this wonderful world world of uh, heresy at this point. And uh you know, for me it was playing with Craig and uh you know, I went out and bought that betrayal Calf box. If if you're looking again into heresy, that, that thing's a fucking dynamite for, like, savings. It's mm-hmm.
1: like 100
0: bucks, 125. You get, like, 30 marines in that ship, five terminators, uh, a Contemptor, and a captain, and a chaplain. So, I mean, you can't beat that, right?
2: Yeah, and then if you get the Blood and Skulls Industries on, on eBay, if you get their uh, Contemptor legs, then you turn that Contemptor into actually a pretty cool model. Yeah, it's... it's,
0: it's... I feel like the Contemptor's like that weird model where it's like you play it and it gets shot down pretty quickly.
2: I fucking love Contemptors, man. Like Mort... Or, uh, Contemptor Mortis. Whatever you want to have. fucking pronounce that shit. I fucking <laughs> love those. Dude, I've shot down planes like... Oh, it's awesome. It's got... What is it called? Rapid tracking?
0: Yeah. So, Dude. I would but- fuck
2: a Mortis Dreadnought in that's fucking tailpipe if i could those things are awesome. It's also
3: it's also not rapid tracking it's the helical targeting ra well,
2: I'm actually... just so you know
3: the thanks. rapid tra- the rapid tracking is the uh sakaran venators thing or sakaran battle tanks thing that makes it ignore jinx saves thanks man with hey, the save <laughs> if you hear what i'm good for yeah. which is nothing except maybe post masturbatory handshakes <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was <laughs> oh, I just what thought do you, that was... To you, got why do you, you got me why again. Why do you think every time we shake hands, man, you hear an unsettling... Yeah. It's like that sock under your bed. Nice.
0: Yo, quick question to you guys. What do you think's better, Betrayal Calf or Burning Prospero?
1: <sighs>
2: <sighs>
3: burning a Prospero for me.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, Calf is a better... It's better value.
1: Okay.
2: Um, actually, well, let's compare them. So each one's got thirty marines and five terminators. I prefer Mark III, but and then instead of a fucking shitty sculpted contemporary dreadnought, you've got oh, and they each have two heroes, right?
3: Uh, yeah. Well,
2: but then it's has the
3: named heroes of the Space Wolves and Thousand Sons, whereas. Caliph is just generic, so you can make yeah. it into any legion that you but want then, to play.
2: But then instead of a contemptor dreadnought, you get five custodes as well as five Sister of Silence, right? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, you get both of those. That's ridiculous. They traded out a shitty contemptor for like those models. Like those they're gorgeous models. Um, custodes are only really good for like annoying like a lot of heresy players. And like you can't do much with them except sell them on eBay and then use that money to buy something else. But Sisters of Silence are cool, but you know you can't just throw them in any army. So it's kind of you know if you want to put in the effort to sell the Sisters of Silence and the um you know the fucking Custodes, you could probably buy like something like a nice tank. So look at it that way. Prospera is probably a better buy, but you know it just takes a little bit more work.
3: Well, I mean, listen, with the with the popularity of custodes <laughs> and sisters and forty K currently, you could probably get a good price on it. You could yeah, probably think... make more than you lose and then buy it. That's a really more. good point.
2: That's a really good point. No I, I
3: definitely
0: uh I mean, I think I prefer the armor, the mock armor that comes in the uh, Prospero, but I think you get a better value for money with the uh Betrayal Calf, because you can use those for pretty much any army, whereas this is kind of a little bit more tailored. So well, I yeah, feel right. like you...
3: Yeah, I agree. If well, you mo- yeah, go ahead. But here's the other thing to consider with that, is if you're playing by the fluff, if you're playing by the fluff of a certain legion, certain armor fits. Like, Mark III fits for all three of our yeah. armies, and not really Mark Four.
0: Just so the listeners know, what is our armies? You know, because I don't think we explained that properly in the introduction.
1: So, so Craig. Go ahead. So,
3: if I'm going first, I have two armies completed to a playable standard. Uh, Iron Hands and Alpha Legion with another two more in the works. Possibly even a third in the works. Unfortunately, one of them is a secret, so you guys won't know about it until I decide to pull it out of the box and show you. Is
0: it finally going to be your um, Ultramarines?
3: Uh, No, they are shelled.
0: Oh, you let me down. Let's go for the Ultramarines. See,
3: listen, it's my favorite favorite Legions ever, and I got to do it.
0: Thousand Suns? Yup. Don't blame you. They're good army. All right, but Chris. you something? don't
3: know. Here's the thing. You don't know the paint scheme I'm going for, cause I'm not doing their traditional candy red. All right. Actually, interesting.
2: That's something that would be another good topic down the road. Is um, alternate paint schemes for armies, and but keeping it like heresy relevant, cause in, in heresy, for anybody, any new uh, anybody that's listening, that's like new to the hobby, is um, like in heresy, a lot of people get really annoyed if it doesn't fit the background you know so for when people do alternate color schemes it usually requires a certain amount of research you can't just be like "Oh, i'm gonna create this oh, you know i'm just gonna yeah you know like people get really fucking annoyed with that shit or like if you take out a fucking bunch of like overdone chaos fucking miniatures and say that it's a fucking art like unless you're playing the siege of Terra, people are gonna be really fucking annoyed you know yeah man because it's like, it's like basically historic wargaming for fucking, you know, 40k nerds. Tabletop. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Like, you don't want to see a fucking chaos model that's like fully on chaos. The only real legions are <laughs> truly like chaos at this point, and it would be like further into the Horus Heresy, would be like Death Guards, where you could start showing that they are actually affected by Nurgle.
2: Yeah. And yeah, I I I love the aesthetic of just vanilla fucking heresy models. I just fucking love it. Like it's just, I don't know. Like I I don't like the overdone horns and fucking skulls everywhere and fucking dicks sticking out of every fucking crevice. Like I don't know.
0: Tits, vaginas, y'all. You're being pretty like sexist at this point. That's not. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Hashtag me too, right? <laughs> Craig, you were gonna say something.
3: Well, here's the thing with that. Getting into the aesthetic of things, as far as color schemes, this is the horse heresy we're talking about. This is where legions numbered in their hundreds of thousands of marines. That there is no catalog of what they actually looked like. Every le- every chapter, every company, every grand battalion had different aesthetic to themselves. That's, that's something special within the heresy. They were all the same legion, but they had some kind of some kind of rhyme or reason. Taking my iron hands into account, there's three different color schemes. I've got the black and red tal. I've got the red talons. I've got one of the sub clans that was a fan made clan that Forge World even picked up and said, "No, we're cool with this," and made them legit.
2: Really? Uh, Which ones that? I didn't even know that.
3: Uh my ones with the candy red shoulder pads and gauntlets, all that.
1: Nice.
3: That was made by a fan, and it was made into a legitimate. Hey, this is these guys existed during the heresy, and. Like, it's... That's one thing. The other thing is, it's like, there's only one legion that you could truly make look like chaos and get away with it, and that's the Wordbears. They... They were they were the prime legion to start the heresy. Without them, we don't have this game.
0: So you're disclosing a uh, death god out of that? Because, you know, when they by the time they reached Terra, they were technically infested by Nurgle.
3: Well, by the time they reached Terra, yes, but Terror was the final battle of the Horus Heresy, so but it's really, still, once, once
0: it's still technically Heresy, right?
3: Well, yeah, but that was only for what, like a month-long battle, seven months, however long the siege lasted, and they were gone. So, is that really, is that really counting a big enough timeline in the Heresy? Whereas the Word Bearers went full-blown horns, skulls, eight-pointed stars.
1: Yeah, and, true, and true.
3: As soon as the Heresy started, well, also they had said, "Fuck it, we're going." We did it. We're full blown chaos.
2: Well, but didn't they like they start the planning phase sixty years, or they started expelling marines sixty years before the heresies? Like yeah. they, they they started that far, you know. Into the, whatever. In
3: secret Lord, Lord Gar was killing off his own guys by sending them on one way missions. Or I mean, we should probably save this for a later time. But I can. Dude, give we you totally gone on time. a rampage? We've totally gone on a rampage. No, I'd be here for hours just talking about how this whole system worked out. But, um... um yeah, right. it's like, the heresy aesthetic, it leaves it open. As far as how things work, like the... The the Templar brethren of the Imperial Fist, the Curse Police. Hmm. Uh, you know, they were black and yellow. Louis, I'm sure there's alternate color schemes somewhere out there for salamanders. Black. And then slight green. No, <laughs> yeah. but, anyways, uh, <laughs> onto your guys' armies because I said mine, and you know,
0: have fun. Oh, I'm just all right. So, Chris, what's your army? Oh, well, like armies, fist.
2: imperial fist, brah.
0: You like to imperial fist that shit? You're goddamn right, I do. He's a sister fister.
1: <laughs>
2: hey, man. If you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in the family.
0: Yeah, if anyone gets a chance to see his army, it's a uh, it's a pretty wicked army. Uh, same for Craig. He he really underestimates himself. You know, if you get the chance, I'm sure we'll have a Instagram at some point where we'll post our armies and you can really admire the talent. You know, it's a, with the with the heresy, it's definitely down to the aesthetics that helps makes the battles just a little bit more better. Like no one wants a face an unpainted on me. Let's be real.
2: Yeah, honestly, Oof. like at this point, in- unless they literally just got into the hobby like a couple weeks ago, like you know, I want I want that shit to be painted. Or if they come to an event that I'm at, you know, I want that shit to be painted. You know.
3: Sadly, I have to politely disagree on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there are people. There are people. You know, in our Facebook chat that even said they can't invest as much time as we have into it because they do have higher priorities around the hobby. They have wives, they have kids, they have jobs. A person whose name I will not say unless he gives me permission. He starts work at 8 a.m. and may not get home until 1 a.m. the next day. You really think he's going to want to paint after that? I mean, I mean,
2: when I, you know, I was
3: there working. is a leeway that has to be given because even I don't paint as much as I used to.
2: Yeah, I mean, but where there's a will, there's a way, you know, like it took me over a year to get my army painted, but I was constantly working at it, you know, like, like I when agree. I was working 70 hours a week, I still, I'd stay up until 2 a.m. painting shit. And then I'd fucking, you know, some nice i and I'd get up and leave for work at 7 a.m. You know,
3: so. <sighs> some of us do not have that fortitude to do that. I am one, especially with my job.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's up to the, the person that's, you know, the people that are playing the game, you know? Yo. That's another good part about it. You get to pick who you play against at this stuff. Yeah,
3: I, 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 I will never uh, be picky.
0: I'll be picky to a certain extent, like free tabletop minimum. Let's, let's be real. You shouldn't be showing sure up with, like, true plastic models. Like, the base code is, like, nothing. Let's be real. To add like a couple uh, of highlights. <clears throat> it's really not that bad. But you know, for me, I you know, I play salamanders. I'm gonna be honest, I suck at painting. I would rather just buy an army that's painting. Painted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Like put the beer down.
3: <laughs> we can hear the slurring.
0: <laughs> it's not even in my hands, it's magic. Like, Craig Bot is broken. We're gonna have to replace this Craig Bot. <laughs> no, <it's- laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's uncontrollable. Let's replace them. No. You know, so I play salamanders, and you know, I, I try and hobby as much as I can. You know, not the best. So like, there's some things I'll I'll hand out to people because I'd rather look really fucking awesome, and like pay the extra for it. Um, but I feel like you know, my army being salamanders, Kristen Imperial, Craig is. Uh, with his legions, you know, I'm currently working on Emperor's Children, and as we go along, you'll get to see my hobby progress on that. I'm pretty sure Chris has a army that he's working on that, eventually he'll make his way to. Fuck yeah! Yes.
2: I actually got I started building Death Guard and Blood Angels, so.
0: So we'll have those hobby progresses as it kind of goes along, and this is like kind of like the perfect twist into our next part that I have on the list, which is like you know our hobby progress. So like, what are we working on right now? So we're all fucking grown adults that have full time jobs, some with families, you know, some with over equipped commitments. So you know, you know, we don't have twenty four seven to work on a hobby, but we, you know, we'll have hobby progress, which kind of tells us like what. We're up to and this could be like anything from reading fucking background novels to uh straight out fluff or just things for events and you know just anything heresy related at this point even adeptus titanicus because it's technically a heresy event so yo craig what are you up to in terms of how we progress
3: absolutely nothing really to be honest i've been way too busy with work but i did a little bit of painting last night not much, just painted five guys, and they're not even finished yet. But I just haven't done much as of late; I don't have time or energy. But hopefully, I'll get some stuff done this weekend. Continue to uh, redo the paint scheme on my Iron Hands, do a better, more cleaner scheme. Do some more Alpha Legion, and just see where it goes. Actually, got a gift in the, got a gift in the mail today. A gift? Oh yeah!
2: Was it a bag of dicks?
3: <laughs> no, it's my Fire Raptor gunship. Nice. Yeah. My eBay purchase.
2: You fucker.
0: Yo, way to, wait, way to go, way to go.
1: <laughs>
0: that. Ken's that, uh, Forge World is really helping out with the eBay purchase.
3: <laughs> actually, this one is legit Forge World. I will actually give it that. But you didn't buy it from Forge World. No, no 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 fuck no. I bought this off of eBay from some random dude that was selling it because he's getting out of the hobby to do something else.
0: Don't follow that. don't not give up the hobby, but
3: yeah, you know, if you yeah. find a
0: deal on eBay, fucking go for it.
3: Oh, I yeah, mean man. he was probably jumping into he was probably going to use it for 40 k anyways. strike me as a crazy guy.
0: Ah you know I, I still stand by like 40k fills the market for people. it's not for me, it's a little bit too simple it's like i stick my dick on the table it does like 10 damage and you know it kills a bunch of models you don't get a save oh Just, no you, let's it, be it,
3: realistic it only kills your own
0: it could it could it could eventually i mean it's, it the splashback effect is pretty bad um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> no
0: i'm i mean you know 40k people like it it's said to tournament i'm not really into tournament play i i play for fun if you're taking that serious, you got some problems. All right, Chris, what is your hobby progress?
2: Well, <clears throat> I'm almost done with a Sakarin. or not a Sakarin, a fucking Spartan. Um,
0: it looks fucking sweet.
2: Yeah, all I've got to, left to do are um, I, I put the um, actually today because it was Daddy Daughter Day. I'm not working Fridays, just watching the fucking baby, and um. So, when she like shut up and was like quiet, I was like, sweet. So, I ran outside, spray painted some tracks black, and then I spray painted them again with some silver. So, now I just gotta, um, I yeah, the whole thing I sprayed with matte paint, it's all weathered. All I really have to do are the tracks and th- you know, touch up some metallics, and then I'm just fucking done with that shit. And then no. I started my, um, you guys saw the pictures of the uh, Imperial Knight Warden, yeah, man. I'm doing like a cream color carapace. I've always wanted to try that. So uh like I don't know what fucking house I'm gonna pick for it because I have no fucking clue. That's a question for Craig. But um Is it a fluffed by Craig question? It's a that's a good question. That, that yeah, that could be a fluffed by Craig. You and your segues, man. Gee willikers. Yeah, gotta find a way. Gotta find yeah. a way. Yeah, bro. Nobody
3: likes Nobody likes those two wheeled gay riding machines. Don't bring those things up in here.
2: Uh, that was a great South Park episode, by the way.
3: Segway. Isn't that the bike like, you ride around gay. on? Yeah, like you get,
2: like you have to put a dick in your ass in your mouth to ride it, and then people decide one day, or they realize one day, like that's only an optional feature. That's great.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. That was the episode with the it. The Segway is that little two wheel thing that you stand on.
2: No,
0: we thought we were talking about your bike, but
3: <laughs> Nah, I haven't. Well, bam! I walked money no, after riding mine. Not a bike, your bike.
2: Get it? Because <laughs> when you sit on your bike, you have to put something in your ass and your mouth. That's what we were saying there. I don't. I'm just making sure that
1: you,
2: you completely look. missed the joke yeah. that I
3: made after. God damn it, Chris! You ruined it. You blew it. It's
2: all right. They're all gonna laugh at me. Mm.
3: Yo, You're drunk my, debauchery.
0: Yeah, to be fair, beers have been flying. I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> you know, so my, my hobby progress happens to sit. So I, I've been tossed for out, so I don't know if anyone's listening or aware. We have an event coming up at Mythico Studios in New Jersey, which is in Randolph, um, where it's a 30k event, and we are planning to have Three thousand point games with uh, games alongside it, which will be a thousand points. So, even if you don't have a fucking three thousand point army in Heresy, and you have a thousand points, and you still want to play, you know, we'll have Zomotalis and Centurion. So, I've been taking a bunch of cardstock Zomotalis boards and cutting them up and building them so they're ready for the event. So we have some Zomotalis going on for people. Because it's a really fun part of the game that a lot of people don't really talk about or play too often because the terrain is generally not available at stores or you know for people's houses, but it's actually a really fun part of Heresy that no one really talks about. I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely a, a fun event to play some Zomortalis.
3: Can we uh, just clarify that the location is definitely not Randolph, New Jersey?
0: Roxbury?
2: Is it
3: Roxbury? Uh, Roxbury or Suck asana emphasis on the suck.
2: Yeah, something happened where somebody had asked me if like the the location changed, and I was like, "What are you talking? What?" Um. So yeah, that's a good clarification. I don't know some kind of error in some post or some shit must have
3: happened. Uh, no, it's known as ways and MapQuest. quest. They are the most unreliable things. Yeah.
0: God damn it, Craigbot. Yeah.
3: Hey, God, boy! Don't blame me.
0: You guys was... are running the event. Remember? <laughs> yeah, we all. So, me and Chris are running it, but, and we're creating everything from content to games. And you know,
2: this happens to be my he's hobby yum. time right
3: now.
2: Well, also, let's let's not forget to to shout out to uh, Shane from the 30K um, or the uh, fucking PA 30K group who stepped in, and he's been helping us with uh, missions and stuff. He's actually an official, um, mm-hmm. fucking what do they call it? EO. And EO. he's all, he's also painting twenty fucking Famir warriors for um, NPC aliens or Xenos for one of the maps. And he's uh, you know, I, I, yeah. No, we should we should also mention Craig has,
0: Craig and his excellent fluff knowledge has definitely taking the reins on that one, and created us a wonderful scenario. I personally couldn't have done it. I'm pretty sure
2: Chris couldn't. Oh, I had, no, man, I would have shit my pants trying to fucking figure it out.
0: And, you know, we have an excellent scenario. Uh, I'll let Craig explain to it, because it's a really great scenario. Helps us come up with some of the rules and structures to this tournament, and why we've chosen certain things, which we can go into, too. Um, but Craig, you know, set us into our event because, you know, the event is probably the big thing that's coming up for us in, in terms of.
3: Okay, so uh, the fluff I wrote up is based around Paramar 5. If you guys don't know what that is, that is actually immediately after Isvan 3, or Isvan 5, the Trader Legions, most specifically the Alpha Legion, went there. To secure it, uh, mainly because a not only is it a vital warplane between Terra and Istvan itself, but it is also a huge Mechanicum Forge world, huge weapon caches, ammunition, huge fleet base, a lot of, a lot of useful information. Um, the this narrative event takes place shortly after the events of the first Battle of Paramar, in which. The Alpha Legion took on Kyrvalin and the 77th Battalion of the Iron Warriors, who were loyalists and did not even know about the heresy. Um, basically, what it is is the battle takes place as if the remnant forces, the legions involved, had sent out distress calls, you know, saying, Hey, some help, we got some assholes hanging out here. Obviously, not with that wording. And, uh, yeah it's just a continuation of an event that's or a time in the heresy that is kind of just left as a dead plot end. I figured, hey, let's just base it off of something and continue the plot as if uh the fight never truly ended
0: dude it's it's, yeah. it's 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 due to be like one great epic event you know we're already pretty pretty full on this event, and we still have a couple of spaces left to go and Yo, we really hoping to max this out because you want to show that heresy is not dead.
2: Yeah, right. And right, I, I, I really want the jersey scene to fucking kind of explode. Like we we've got people that are committed to driving to this event from <clears throat> fucking what like DC, Maryland. Fucking, I think one person's coming from like what Boston, maybe. Yeah, right.
0: dude, they they're
2: coming pretty far and wide. And, yeah, yeah. New York. we
0: don't want to disappoint definitely because you know it's it's such a fun game and we're hoping to provide everything for anyone so zoma talis centurion you know if you're not familiar with centurion it's a great way to get into the game because it's it's point wise it's not too much and and even you buy a betrayal of Calf box it's pretty much a centurion force right there mm-hmm. that's which is also a great thing for our event because we're basically giving one of those away as you walk in. You just got to stay for the event. One of each. One of each, yeah, that's true. But we got Burning Prospera too, which we're also going to be giving away. Um, And that's literally, you know, it's a 20-buck fee. You know, we're hoping this will really help grow the scene. And, you know, if any people are listening to this, they have an event that wants to shout out, we'll happily shout it out for you. We are NJFuddyK uh, Group at gmail.com. You know, if you have questions or you have an event you want to shout it out, we'll happily shout it out for you on this.
2: I'd also like to add that there's a store wide twenty five percent off sale, which basically brings the store's prices in line with eBay prices. Um, and it's store wide except trading cards. So like, like. You know, imagine, like, Adeptus Titanicus, or, like, you know.
0: You fucking need...
2: You need some paints to get your army going?
1: Yeah. 25%
0: like, off.
2: Fucking the Knight Renegade box, which I fucking love, because you get two knights, one of them's a warden. Um, you get that shit for, like, instead of 200, you get it for 150. Um, so. And they're they're loading up on heresy-centric plastics. So. At, at and that one,
0: price, like fucking A, like At one point me, me and Chris and were kind of discussing whether it was worth uh, mentioning that we should we would we would have the Adeptus Titanicus at too. as both him and myself are pretty invested in that game too, so oh. which is also heresy related. And I don't want to see like a fucking Titanicus model for her the the whole Heresy era with, like, fucking horns and death skulls on it. Mm -mm. But, like, you know, we're pretty invested in that game too, and I've done a couple of demos at Mythco with a bunch of people. Some some people had to substitute some stuff just so they could try it out, but so far, it's been pretty epic every time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I've been carrying the fucking rulebook around. And like oh that's another part of my hobby progress I forgot to mention I built two warlords and three knights I just got three more knights to build and then I'm gonna start painting those fuckers.
0: Yo, did you get your warlord fully fully built or did you uh, keep the armor armor panels off to paint them?
2: Oh yeah, I'm painting all the armor panels separately. Yeah, that's like what an idiot. I'm I cut all of them off on one sprue, and then I realized oh. if I just left them on, so that you know I got to glue ba- you know glue them all on something, but.
0: A before people bitch, and I know people will bitch, I brought the Grandmaster Box. Chris brought the Grandmaster Box. That fucking thing is still at the price. Because if you buy two Warlords, you're already at, in US dollars, you're at 220 bucks. or well, it might be, It's, well, it's and... 110 for one more Warlords. Like You get two of those fuckers okay. in that box for 290? I didn't pay that you know i i went to ebay and found that shit for like 245 I'm like and then you're including the two questor night banners plus the terrain and all of the rule books the dice
2: and the uh tokens it's a killer deal and not to mention like we each got ours for mine was 246 shipped on ebay so no tax no shipping Um, so when you think about that, it's, it's $510 worth of content in the box if you go and price it all out. So I literally got it for less than half, you know, or we each got it for less than half. So like, if you do your, your shopping smart, like, um, you know, and and by the time our event happens, you know, people could get Titanicus at a discount too, at at the fucking store. So
1: yeah,
0: that's a good, great call out. I I mean... Uh, I might bring my stuff along just so people can demo it, at least if they're thinking about getting into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's all about the heresy, though. Yeah. And should say, you know, once again, you know, at the event, if you only have a thousand points, you'll fucking show up, because we'll, that's, that's enough to play. Because we'll mm-hmm. have enough people playing that we'll have a force for mortalis or Centurion that you can get a game regardless.
2: Yeah, just get, get that shit. Get three colors on that shit and base it, and you're good. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> I've actually kind of
0: merged, like, three of our topics altogether, but I think it's kind of worth it because, you know, I, the event that we have going on, we, we really want to see Heresy keep growing. And, uh, you know, we have... Such wonderfully painted armies, and when you bring them into stores, people are like, Fuck me, that's a cool painted army. And they take pictures of it because they know our shit's better than a 40k. Let's be real. Um, okay, and uh, Craig is you know, his army, he doesn't take credit for it, but he's actually a really good uh, painter. And uh, he's got some really great candy themes going on for his uh, shoulder pads. His alpha legion looks pretty sick with the blue. Blue green bitch,
3: get it right?
2: Yeah, you've got a fully painted Alpharius and a bunch
3: of, what are they, Lernians? Lernians.
2: Are they, are they well-learned?
3: Smarter than your imperial fists. They don't even wear fucking helmets, man. My fists were You thing. wouldn't get the joke. I don't think you read Angel Exterminatus, did you? Um,
2: actually, probably not. I'm really, f- I'm only on like book eleven, I think, or twelve. Jesus. I'm yeah. on beer four.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Different, different subjects. <laughs>
3: um. I need to pour me some bourbon. This podcast is not sponsored by alcohol, but we heavily endorse the drinking of it.
0: I'm playing while you're playing. It makes the game way fun.
3: Yeah. Yeah, until you break shit, shit yourself, vomit on somebody else's shit. And or we rip should move. A fucking quad last cannon
2: off of your Spartan. <laughs> I was about
0: to say, should we move into a segment? Shit you've done when you're drunk playing hobby.
3: I could finish that really easily. Vomited in Chris's bathroom, possibly, from alcohol? I don't know. Oh, no. yeah.
2: Dude, that's one thing. You come to my house for heresy, you get fucking beer, steak, and you get it all fucking cooked for you right here. Hey, you, you left
3: out the vaginal warts, too. I mean, I, It's kind I, of an important signing bonus to get is, me to come to your house, man. It is the
2: 21st century, so, you know, you can get vaginal warts if you really want, but you got to finish that operation first.
3: <laughs> Just saying, yeah. man, that's that's that offer had me come to your house on multiple occasions. Yeah. I, I have
0: to tell the story, so like yo, know, for me if you have a story while playing heresy, send it to us, we'll read it out. It'll be hilarious. We won't even pre-read it, we'll just read it as it comes in on the show. But for me, well, I was around Chris playing it, and he he talks about ripping his quad lag scanning off a Spartan. So we're like, oh, it's a weapon destroyed. And he's like, all right, and he just rips it off. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's magnetized from my end. So I'm like, all right, all right, whatever. I was like, hang on, that has a bolter. I'm like, so we should have done like a randomized location of what it was. And it ended up being the bolter that we were meant to take <laughs> out. And he's like, he's like, oh, shit. I was like, yo, is that not magnetized? He's like, nope. I was like, hey, you just ripped out of your model? Like
2: <laughs> fucking straight out, just like crack. <laughs> like the while we're was playing China cast, so nothing matters. That's the sound that it made too. It was like crunch. <laughs> it's like
0: I was thinking it was magnetized.
2: That's I mean, how I, gone we both were at this yeah. point. I mean, I'm pretty sure if it wasn't a forty dollar Spartan, I would have been a little more careful, but
0: yeah. God, if it was Forge World, would you have magnetized it?
2: Probably. I definitely wouldn't have ripped that shit off. But the model I'm I'm painting now is a $40 Spartan. But that shit is definitely not going to get. If I rip something off of that, I'm going to fucking hate myself in the morning.
0: Yo, do you you think.
2: Wake up next to a really obese hooker?
0: So I was thinking for uh, a segment as we move on in this this show. (laughs) I want to do like a a vote where like people send us like their armies and we look at them and go, that's fucking hot. Mm. Like yo, know, send us a picture of your army. Tell us if it's like, so we can look at like the painting detail and be like, yeah, that's a sick army.
2: Yeah, that's one of the. That really might be like
0: things. a under the table. Yeah, I wish that was mine.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I, I I also really like about this hobby is, or you know, this part of the hobby, which is, um, looking at other people's painted shit, and then getting motivated to do a better paint job myself. 'Cause like whenever I like end up cutting a corner or just wanting to half ass something just to get it done, then like whenever it's on the tabletop I'm like fuck, is anybody gonna see that? And then like I'll play a game against somebody whose shit's fucking just way better painted than mine and I'm like, God damn it. Like if I just put that little bit of extra effort.
0: Yo, by the way, we are talking about my new effort, because Chris's shit is pretty
2: pretty sick. Weathering and do oh no. Yeah, definitely trying to step up the weathering game, like doing a painting rest underneath, varnishing it, putting some masking fluid, and then painting over it, and then pulling that shit off with some blue sticky. Yo,
0: from your guys' perspective, isn't it fucking annoying? Like, you know, you think they're, they're in this heresy war. Their armor isn't gonna be, like, polished plate. Isn't it, like, pretty bullshit when you see that on the table?
2: Uh, not really. Well... Depends. Like, I one thing I actually really like is like with my army, it's it's mixed. Like, there's some tanks that are painted better than others, and like, or you know, more or less weathered. So I really like the idea of like, you know, the for me like thematically like troops that are in the center of the table are the guys that are like, you know, a lot more weathered. Um, I just think that's cool. Cause, and like, like the backup could have like, you know, less weathering.
0: Yeah, you know? definitely.
2: But, like, one thing that I definitely don't do is, like, my none of my army, like, not one unit painted just like all the others. Like, I've been working on different techniques and shit, different weathering and whatever. So, each unit looks a little bit different. But I'm, I'm somebody who, like, I just don't have the capacity to make everything look the same. Because then I'd never have anything painted. You know, I'd be fucking stripping and redoing everything all the time. So. But. Where's that point? So, uh, uh, like, where the fuck are we on the itinerary?
0: Yo, I've I merged a couple of them. We, we're pretty, you know, we, we're, we're at the point of, you know, news for the, the heresy, which would be seven on, on what we were trying to focus on. But I was cool with it deviating for a bit.
3: Um, well, well, here's my thing with this: is as of being a podcast, we should just go with free flowing conversation because you never know what kind of shenanigans we'll get into. Well, that's why I just kind of I stuck to it, but like we kept
0: talking, so it's cool. It works. This is how it's gonna I mean, go. We considering crazy.
3: I'm gonna considering I'm gonna say we're about an hour in already. We're
0: an hour. Fuck me. We need to go longer. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, that's you- what she said
3: yeah yeah <laughs> she never said that to you Lewis come on
0: yeah I know I go for crazy, days they get bored of me
3: until you chip your elbow
0: yeah, it's so it's, it's all the fun
3: <laughs> I had
2: if a have I had a client show me how easy it is to get hookers online yesterday it was pretty amazing
3: hmm. <laughs> can you tell me can you give me that client's phone number I got a question for I could just get the website and send it to you. Also good.
0: He must have been. He must have been pretty bummed when Craigslist got shut down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I guess once he gets that reconstructive surgery, then he can get back in the business. boom. you know,
0: hole's a hole. It's not gay until it enters a hole. <laughs> Just remember,
3: no means yes and yes means anal. Yeah.
0: I just, just to deviate from the, the whole I'm at work today and like this guy me and him have this banter going on. I was like, at least I'm not on grinder. And if you don't know what grinder is, look it up. If it's for you, it's for you. And uh
3: please don't look it up.
0: My my boss is standing there and he goes, Yo, it's not gay until it enters the arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the joke. Like literally, we're standing Jesus. there talking about it, and he
1: said,
0: "He had a story that followed this, and I—it's I, a pretty fucking hilarious story about some chick." So I, I work in the bicycle industry, you know, in the manufacturing side, so not... and someone he knew was like, basically. Her logic was, "Jizz from a fast guy makes you faster." Tell me how that's true. I don't know.
2: What is she like? A fucking like um. Alfarious. She Jesus. like eats a eats a part of someone's brain and then gains some of their knowledge. Is that what she fucking thinks she's doing? Good for her. Good for <laughs> that's her. Every
3: that's every space marine man. Come on, it's not just one.
2: You know, like if if she wants to learn about you know psychology, tell her to come over. Get yeah, it. I
0: mean I mean Provider. technically you take the gene seed Roger. and you become this superhuman being. Yeah, you know, so you bring this back into the fight K hey, realm. I gave your mom some <laughs> gene seed. Oh. <laughs> now you're a space marine. What? And
3: now you have a kid, Chris. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> um so he was telling me it was like so these two dudes, she's like screwing this one dude and they were having a cu- beer and like it's going on in front of them. And the guy just leans over and he's like, yo, it's not gay until the penis enters the a hole. <laughs> and like, Jesus. it's literally they're having sex in front of him. And it's like, they're just splitting this girl between them. He was like, yeah. So now I tell that to everyone that mentions grinding. I was <laughs> like, <Nice. laughs> it's like, okay. I was like, yo, know what I want to hear, but.
2: <laughs> Good for them. Joke. Good for them.
0: Freedom, man. <laughs> yo. Know. Jizz from a fast guy will make you faster. Follow that in life and you'll become
2: fast. Yeah. Hey. The more you know.
3: It's like Ricky Bobby. I like to go fast. Better get all that jizz, boy.
0: So that was my uh entertaining day of work and the wonderful world of importing. And going back to you know when I'm when we're talking about price hikes and stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to understand it from an endpointless so point of view and I I can't see it. I'm sorry guys. Like
2: Yeah, oh yeah. That's just poor business. But you know what? You know, if if they fuck themselves and then, you know, the hobby does or not the hobby, but you know, that part of the hobby dies, then it'll just be like the you know, Epic and Blood Bowl and all you know, all those other GW games that never really died because they had such a Following,
0: you know, dude. I think that's probably what's gonna happen to it. You know, if 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 shit did hit the fan, it's like, oh, you're buying from recasters. You're not supporting the Forge Worlds, and the game's gonna die. You know, if if it goes to the the user at the end of the day, it actually might be better for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't make some fucking stupid mistakes like uh, making augment scanners. Unlimited range <laughs> to the weapon. Why honestly,
2: not? Honestly, I think that was a typo. That's another thing. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna start bitching about GW, but like, please just get get some ahead. fucking get some editors. Hire some editors. You know, just Jesus Christ. But you know, for for our event, you know, we nerf that shit. 18 inch max. Boom, done. Nerf that bitch.
0: We also, you know, another thing that people don't realize what we nerfed is, uh, you know, let's be real. If you if you're talking about custodes, they are true loyalists. You can't, in the heresy area, if you're telling me they're like heresy, and they're a traitor, you're, you're fucking out of your mind. So let's let's be real. At this point, they're guarding the emperor. The emperor is alive. Yeah. Like.
2: Yeah, and also for our event, like, you have to spend. You have to like what increase the points by twenty percent, right? Yeah. If you're playing custodes, and they can only be allies, so fuck that
3: noise. I well, love custodes. Well, thank God they don't I have think... that rerollable invuln anymore. What was?
2: Oh yeah, they had. Oh, oh, was that nerfed in the um? No longer happens. Nice, good. I love the models. They're just not relevant, really. I almost feel like,
0: and this might just be me, they look like fancy imperial uh, imperial fists. Really? Like that's how I imagine the imperial fists during the heresy.
3: No, not at all. Custodes bigger than friggin' space marines by a mile.
0: Yeah, but wasn't the imperial fist role during the uh, heresy to God the emperor?
3: That wasn't even during the heresy. That was well before. They were the truth. That was at the uh the triumph of Ulanor. The emperor said, "Hey Dorn, guess what? You're coming home with me, bitch."
0: And yeah, just roll with it, right?
3: Yeah. Dude, cuz Dorn's a pussy. Yeah, that's right. I said it, Chris. What are you going to do about it?
2: I mean, didn't he uh cut off Rufus's head or cut down the center of Rufus's head and Hey, don't don't forget, time. I still
3: got a second Primark.
1: you yeah, i a primary. Can't
3: yeah. stop two. possible third Is he truly one? a
0: second Primarch? Your mom? Oh can't yeah.
3: Stop two. two brothers, man.
0: Hmm. Maybe no. even a third. I no, the Emperor. He just put a seed into everyone.
2: So I mean,
3: let's be real. He
2: did. Imagine if you could put your seat in there, everyone.
3: He does have mortal kids. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got kids that he had with mortals. Wait, who? The Sensei.
2: The Sensei? Are you talking about the God Emperor?
3: The God Emperor has kids, and they're called the Sensei.
2: I didn't fucking know that. Yep. Dude, we're learning some new shit every day. I know. Thanks. I got something else to jerk off too. The Inquisition
3: is, in forty k, trying to find him and kill him all for some reason. Because they think by killing him, they can resurrect the emperor on his golden throne.
2: All they have to do to resurrect the fucking emperor is pull the plug. He's a fucking perpetual.
3: <laughs> Maybe. We've discussed this before, actually.
0: Well, no, on um, the podcast. let actually... that's, that's, that's not confuse us. We haven't discussed it on the podcast.
3: Oh, yeah, we haven't. But, just, so, just... I, I could give you my theory on this. Or I could just leave it for another episode.
2: No, give mean, us your you
3: brief... Give- cunt. So, just... okay. So, in all the established lore of 30k, at the Siege of Terra... Horus was imbued with the power of all four chaos gods. Nurgle, Zinch, Korn, blah, blah, blah. He was basically the master champion of chaos undivided. With that being said, it's... Elanius Pius, if you haven't read some of the Ultramarines books, I believe it's No, No Fear. Um, There's a character, his name is... Ol... I can't remember the other part of his name. Shit. I can't remember, but old Person, that's his name. Um he is a perpetual. He is a former member of the Cabal. He has lived throughout humanity's existence. From he fought in World War One, World War Two, you name it, he did it. Um uh, so with that being said, it was it's it's a well established piece of the lore that how to word it. It's a well-established piece of the lore that he is the problem when Horus was about to kill him. He has not resurrected. He is straight up gone, dead from existence. And here's the thing. Perpetuality is a gift of chaos, which means if you're struck by the full power of chaos, isn't it reasonable that you can lose the power of being perpetual? And since Horus, at the time of wounding the Emperor, putting him into that Golden Throne state, he may have removed his perpetuality. So, is it possible that he is a perpetual? Yes. Is it also possible he's not a perpetual? Yes. Honestly, we have to wait until writing advances, and with the way GW does shit, I don't think so. I don't think we'll ever know. Because then that just changes everything.
2: Well, they brought back Gilliman. You know they're going to bring back Sanguinus. That's alright. which like... don't even
3: get don't don't even get me started on that because Gilliman is now technically a her a heretic.
1: Yeah, he's one hundred percent a, a heretic.
0: Yeah, he's he's one hundred percent a heretic. Why so?
3: Yes, because remember, using Zeno's technology in the New Imperium is her- is tech heresy. Yeah, that's but... what brought him back—a suit made by the Eldar. Yeah, hey, but guess like what? Dude, Tech Death, heresy
2: bitch. Don't Death Guard use Xenos weaponry?
3: No, they never use Xenos. No, I'm sorry, not Death Guard, Death Watch and 40k. They do, but they're they're sanctioned by the Inquisition.
0: Yeah, but so. isn't the Inquisition wasn't sanctioned by the
3: Emperor? Uh no, it wasn't.
0: Precisely, but, so it's uh,
3: heretic.
1: Uh-huh.
3: By all Mind technical war, Gilliman is a heretic in the current Imperium without the Emperor.
1: I don't so know the. You
3: should be dead.
0: I I don't follow the uh the lore of 40k because it it if they bring back Sanguinius, it's just it's retarded. Oh, no, like... listen! Don't
3: even get me started on that shit.
0: Because if they bring so... back Sanguinius, they can bring back Horus. So Craig, well, no, How do you feel is, about bringing back? Horus
3: pretty much assumed he can never be brought back.
0: Yeah, but Sanguinius is the same thing.
3: No. Yes and no. I don't agree with their idea of bringing him back. I'm going to make that clear. I'm going to make that uh, 100% clear. Um, I don't agree with the idea of bringing him back, but here's the thing. Sanguinius was killed, air quotes, but with the way they left it, they left it as an empty plot hole. Horus, however, they confirmed that his soul was utterly obliterated to non-existence it was sent into the warp it can never be brought back fabius bio cloned horus multiple times and every time he lost in a fight to abaddon whereas the, the real horus would not have done that by lacking a soul he is not truly horus and not strong enough to be the war master again hmm. but we're talking about 40k so let's stop this i'm get i'm getting angry
0: it's already 40k I don't think many people who play 40k actually care about the the fluff side of the gaming. let's be real well, that game has
3: just turned into a tournament standard pretty much at this point yeah it has it's it's not there's selective groups that do play it as a fluffy thing. there's a couple around here that do actually go for fluff, but the problem is is the people who play it. Are all about the tournament scene, so how often is fluff followed? no matter how hard they try? you may not get full fluff kind of setups, and that's the sad part
0: no definitely
3: don't I get mean, me wrong I don't like forty k currently, but I would love it if they kept it like Horus heresy where it was more fluffy than anything else.
0: It's tough to do because yeah, obviously that there's um the i t I forget what it is the ITA ITC. Or ITC standards. Thank you for clearing me on, on that one. There. Rake Breaker is finally getting to me. Um, no, I mean... Uh, so, I'm drinking? Gonna t- I'm drinking the Jersey Girl Rake Breaker tonight. Well, it's a I've mosaic got it. beer. Pretty decent. I've got,
3: I've got my flying bitch. By uh, Dogfish Head. No, Flying Plus, Dog.
0: Is that what the guy calls you when he comes home like that? that
3: Yeah. Hey. What I do to make money to afford my hobby does not matter to you.
2: Well, now you can save a lot more money by, you know. Switching your insurance to Geico?
3: Yeah, exactly. Ruined it.
2: Yeah, no
0: Geico ads here. (laughs) Mm. We Um, are sponsored by
3: Geico. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, already. I have have secured the rights.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, you know, typically, you know, that game has been modified so much now it's just a tournament standard. If you play it, I've spoken to a couple of people who play on the reg, regular, and they were talking about the the fact that you're the ability to re roll every throw is crazy. And for me, you know, the, the dice is what makes the game so fun. Something that you go in and thinking you're fucking gonna want them and you fail a bunch of it, it's like, that's what makes the game fun
2: to me.
3: Unless, of eight- course, you're me and you roll a lot of ones, then it's just hilarious. I don't yeah.
2: understand the command points, though. All, all that does is allow people to not really learn tactics. You know, it's like, I, I witnessed a, um, an 8th game when it first came out where, like, this one dude, like, did well fair and square. And then, like, it came down to a final roll for, like, some kind of major shit in the, um for, for the objectives. And then, like, you know, but, you know, he got to where he was in the game through tactics. And then the other person was, like, re-roll that and use the command point. And it kind of just deflated, you know. It was just, like, this person just, like, they used tactics. They thought about what they were doing, you know. And mm-hmm. then, like, what was the point? what was the fucking point, like, you know?
0: Dude, command points really do, for me, ruin the game, and like, some of these codecs are coming out with some very broken command. I think I'm probably the only one really here that's really had like a dabble in uh, the new 40k 8th edition rulebook. Because I did truly want to give it a go. But it's, it's so encouraging for you to run a spam army for tournament standards, that it, it doesn't make it fun. It's not a like, in heresy, like, if you don't want to play against my fucking Archeron, don't play against it. I'll pick something else. It's fine. But, like, in 40k, it's like, no, I'm gonna play this, because I'll whip you. Like, it's just not fun for me, but, you know. Yeah, if you're trying to get into the hobby and trying to understand it, it's simple. It works. It does work. But the command points make it broken.
3: It does, but it is what it is. Sadly give with it nowadays.
2: You know in like five years it's
3: gonna switch it up a lot more. Ninth edition, here we come. Yeah. But again, we're getting back to forty K, can we can we not?
0: We're trying not to, but we have to bend out the frustration of white heresy is a little bit better. Um so I mean you know, at
3: this current point is it better because it costs so damn much money. It is, All right. Let's be honest.
0: So technically, we're moving into our news segment, and I, for me, I the only news segment I, I have is I've literally bent over, opened my ass cheeks wide, and Forge World's gone price hike, like as it's entering me. It's it's. So I, I'd rather not touch that t- to you know what that is, but I can definitely move on to section section A, which is like the speculation of you know potentially what is coming out in the near future. And there's a lot to speculate. There's still a bunch of legions that haven't been worked on. One, Dark Angels. We've yet seen Lionel Johnson.
3: Uh, he's a traitor anyways.
0: Uh, supposedly, possibly. It depends on how you read things. Oh, for me, I think he's definitely a... Uh, uh, he could have been a traitor. For sure, he grew up on a planet infested by chaos and so it's it's possible um and then you also have uh, blood angels white scars there's so many armies that just are waiting to be finished and for me there there's some of the best armies that are still waiting to for that Yeah, you know, i'm don't still forget. waiting
1: to...
0: oh. go ahead
3: it's gonna say don't forget but this new rule with the new book coming out in the near future Updates the current legions, like Alpha Legion and I think Night Lords. That would be nice. I maybe I'll finally get my two wound terminators that don't suck in cost and arm and a leg, but eh.
0: well, there's there's definitely a couple of units in the thirty K universe that are broken. Uh Pyroclass for me. Pyrocross. <laughs> 8 inch range. <laughs> Terrible.
3: I mean, could be worse. You could be stuck with my Legion special units that are all awful.
0: They're not. They're not so bad. I eh? I've yet to really dive into the Alpha Legion, but like, and we can do this episode by episode. I like really choose about which, like, we can do a legion breakdown and where it be good, where it be bad, and kind of like work out. You know, statistically and lore-wise But, like, for me You know, Alpha Legion is someone I know uh, The basics, I don't know A full lot about them Whereas you've started an army And since you're so Read so much more than I have You probably have a better understanding All I know is They are a bitch in close combat
3: Mm, They're really not It's So with their Legion special rules, such as the Mutable Tactic, they can do a lot of variations in their armies that other armies can't do. Uh, Like, for example, they can take the special rule Mm -hmm. counterattack, which basically gives all their units a bonus attack when they're charged. Basically making, oh, hey, I'm going to charge you. Great. You don't get anything special out of it because I'm going to hit you back with the exact equal amount of attacks. Um... They're not as good as everybody makes them out to be. Uh their right of war, Coils of the Hydra, is super restrictive. Their other right of war is just god awful.
0: I feel like right of wars are like meant to play into each other though. Like there's some things they're pretty good at and there's some things they're pretty terrible at. Like, um I know Death Guard and Salamander are very similar in terms of their right of wars and you know, I can't deep strike my army. They they not just want meant to be deep-striked. So, like, to me, that's a disadvantage right there.
3: But, oh, you know. Only, only two armies can deep strike. Who's that? Imperial Fists and Night Lords. They're the only ones that can get it. Nobody else can.
0: Interesting. Wait, Imperial Fist and deep strike? And Night Lords.
1: Hmm.
3: They're the... Only two that actually have the Deep Strike Special rule readily available with Other than that, no other army can unless you're using draw pods or assault marines.
2: You guys, check the chat. I just added, um... (coughs) The carapace.
3: As as he talks, so
0: the carapace for this knight with the weathering effect really looks like a a very rusted knight that's been in some weathering. The... The effects have come out pretty sweet. Gotta say,
1: thanks, man.
2: <sighs> this was a tester what? too. I'm gonna use this shit. It's a tester. It looks so perfect. Not to not to uh, distract from the uh, alpha legion talk.
3: I mean, it's just generally looking at all the legions. Some legions, are, like special units, are just terrible. Yeah, uh, I mean, Iron Hands. Their special units are awful.
0: At a, at a later date, we can definitely go into more depth on like which legion has. We can even do a top ten worst units to take. And
3: you know, meet... <laughs> all right, we're done. We can just put that ten times and call it a you, win.
2: You know what I was thinking the other day, and I don't know if it seems like stupid or not, but so my, you know, the next two armies I'm going to do are Blood Angels and Death Guard. I'm probably going to do Blood Angels first at this point because um, I just really want to paint them um but the Blood angels the entire army that i'm painting up is um drop like you know every unit either drops in from a um you know drop pod or or what you know and um i was thinking about using a um fucking what's it called what's that drill the termite cuz the entire army is like basically deep striking or you know whatever and um the termite you know uses the deep strike rules and I, I was wondering if it would be like really stupid with regards to the fluff or like kind of cool to have like a surprise unit that just you know comes in underground cuz everyone's coming in from the skies and then these other dudes just pop up right behind everyone you know so like in my mind i just pictured someone's army just looking up at the sky like all these drop pods flying down and then some dudes just come up out of the ground right behind them and just fucking unload
3: you know, so just remember, termites don't count as designated transports. They fill in your fast attack slot. So if you you got to work, uh, kind of within that that frame of mind.
2: So wait, as a designated transport, I can't just start the game out with the dudes in it. If it's not a designated <clears throat>
3: transport. It's not, but it sits in the fast attack slot, so you can put units in it.
2: I don't have it's much just...
3: fast attack, so yeah. So then it don't matter.
2: I think the list is like a, a couple of um, leviathans dropping in, and then just a bunch of assault. I
3: well, see. That's another thing is you're you're touching on dangerous grounds. A lot of leviathans, pretty rough to fight.
2: I mean, you could pop a Leviathan but with just, uh, like, melt or or, you know, any unit that has meltabombs bombs you could just fucking pop it with a single charge, pretty much, right?
3: Well, no, it's got a four-up invul, so you have a pretty high percentage of saving it. Hmm. And they get the swing before anybody else, so they will probably mulch a bunch of your Marines before they even get a chance to latch a melt bomb
2: Well, if you went up against a 20-man unit, I don't think the Leviathan would have much of a chance.
3: I don't know, man. I've seen them actually annihilate 20-man squads with ease. Yeah. and Considering it's ignoring Feel No Pain and it's instant-deathing everything because it's strength 10. I don't
2: know. Maybe the, the one dude that I went up against... I went up against somebody with, like... I had, like, two Spartans and, like, two or three Leviathans like way back when I first started playing Heresy and um, my, none of my shit was painted, it was like one of my first games and it was like 3,500 points and um, he popped and or immobilized all all the Leviathans and the Spartans for turn one so I've never had good luck with uh, Leviathans actually lasting, and anytime I've gone up against Leviathans I've just fucking
3: destroyed the shit out of them Lies.
0: Yeah, yeah. this totally. is
3: true. That is a lie.
0: Uh, yo, when I played you, I used it to my full advantage with the graph cannons to slow down the bikes when you played them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, slowed down your terminators and he was able to uh, my units were able to obliterate you. But then you toppled a building on him. <laughs> yo, he got his money worth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but he, didn't still I,
2: kill him? I still killed him.
0: Yeah, but I got my money's worth out of him. He did his yeah. job.
2: Yeah, but basically, my point is they're still destroyable. Like you, they're, they're still killable. Like you can still fucking. Um,
0: well, that's the great thing about heresy, though. You know, there's there's many things that are like, like I can play a knight. They've only got six whole points. They are destroyable. If I play that in thirty or forty k, it's like twenty two Well, twenty four. Like, what is it? Wounds like. In one turn know. you could you could take my fucking knight out, let's be real. If you fired enough at it, it would die. Yeah actually it did. I played Artron against you, it went to one wound, and I just used it as a suicide bomber.
2: Yeah. Dude th- those two games, my Terminators, my ten man Cataphracti, like two up, three up, um like like that ten man unit didn't do a goddamn thing either game. They just got fucking destroyed.
0: Yeah, but in that game, I rolled... So, I ran in with Archeron. I should explain it. So, I ran in with archron Anyway, his his Terminator's charge. I somehow pulled off the luckiest dice roll. So, they hit, and I roll a six. And when you roll a six with archron's Chain Fist, it's a D weapon. So, a six is six plus six... Uh, D6 six plus six wounds. I rolled a six. That's 12 wounds. That's that whole entire squad's gone. Mm. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, you get no saves against that. Like, that's just, it's coming in and it's just killing it. The second time, I don't know how it happened. Was it the explosion? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. when... When
1: knights
2: explode, holy
0: shit. That's fucking awesome. If you ever want to have like a three thousand point game, fucking speeds the shit right up.
2: Yeah, dude, we played two three thousand point games in in six hours, and in that six hours, we had like what over twelve beers, and we stopped and ate like dinner, grilled steak, fucking chilled. So like, you know, when you, when you have larger shit like that, it definitely speeds the game up. It's fucking awesome. No, definitely, I know.
0: Each it, game was it, under
2: three hours, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at a way to speed up games, the, the bigger units, they, they do suck to play against, but they do speed the game up. So if you're each playing with one Lord of the War, they fucking just wreck shit. Which is fun. It's something you do, you kind of have to prepare for. They're either going to do shitty, or they're going to do amazing.
2: Yeah. And crazy as that sounds. Fuck you. Yeah. See, I don't when her, when it comes to like playing heresy, I don't mind going up against really tough shit. Maybe that's because my army's really fucking tough, but like I don't know. I don't mind getting my ass handed to me. You know. <laughs> like when when you fucking destroyed me in that first game, like you fucking like I had nothing left, dude. Nothing. Like yeah, that, but... was, that was so much fucking fun.
0: That, that, that game was like a fluke, man, because you'd never play it against so I should mention this is the first time we brought knights. So the the FAQ allowed a knight the knight detachment to our armies, so we both built one and decided to try it out for experimental and you know, see if it, it would work for the event. Fuck yeah, it's it's amazing. Like to add it to the event is is a fun part. You know, heresy players are pretty cool in general, we're all pretty Chill. I built a second list, so if some people, some people that don't want to play a knight, I got a whole different list I can build, so it doesn't really matter. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, it's another perk of our event, which is everybody's bringing a um a sideboard. So if they, you know, if you go up against somebody and they've got a fucking knight and you don't, you can't fucking you know you don't you're not equipped to kill it, then you tell them that, and they'll they'll undo it, and you know play a version of their list that uh that you can actually have a better chance against you know in the spirit of uh sportsmanship and just good old fun
0: yeah we 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 decided to opt against uh winner and loser and bust and second place and just opted for we just want people to come fucking have fun playing heresy and so we, we chose to not reward that so it's like you have no benefit to to doing like to playing like that so it, hopefully it creates a much better atmosphere right fuck okay, yeah one can only hope yeah I, I mean i'm pretty pumped um for for me you know not being in nj long enough i haven't really experienced a true heresy event and i think this is only going to help grow the the game
3: for us Oh, there's also the Escalation League that I'm starting as well.
2: Oh yeah, you want to talk about that?
3: Well, right now there's not much to say about it. It's going to be a small Escalation League. It's what my Thousand Sons or Night Lords are going to be for, or why not both? I don't know who I'm going to do yet. I'm kind of just playing with ideas and thinking about it, but it's just going to be your standard Escalation League. It's just going to be a long-term Escalation League that just, it never ends, it goes continuously starts at 500 points after we hit the 3000 mark it resets itself back to 500 and you just go from there just a way to get those people trying it out but the question is is getting it out there getting the people it's not exactly the easiest thing when heresy is not big around here at all
0: that's the whole point of the channel to grow heresy right you know we want it to be we want it to be big you know we want people
2: to Keep this this really this part of the hobby growing, right? The thing is, the the there's a lot of people in Jersey that do play it. We've got like a hundred people in the fucking New Jersey 30K Facebook page, you know. Um, so,
3: actually, a lot of those guys are all over the country, believe it or not. The guy Buster. who started it actually lives in freaking Chicago.
2: Well, now, but but he lived in New Jersey when he started it.
3: I mean, the other problem is is with how scattered the heresy population is in New Jersey. It is not easy to get games. I mean, the only people I play are you two, uh, currently. A lot of people have. Don't tell that to people. Yeah, you're really pumping it up, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, a lot of people are very <laughs> anti heresy these days because they don't like seventh. But the problem is, is they're playing in. You know they're they're coming off an old system that was broken. You well, know, it's okay. Forty K seventh was a terrible system. It was. But it's also
2: important ah, to man. note that Heresy's not Forty K seventh. It never was. It's more of a modified Forty K sixth edition. Um, and like when Forge <laughs> World takes a an edition and they modify it, they actually make it way fucking no better. No,
3: no, no, you're missing my point, is that people played 7th edition 40k and hated it and everybody instantly correlates that Heresy is the same.
0: No, uh, I mean, it, you know, in terms of, you know, I, I, don't, I think Heresy is, you know, we can, you know, for New Jersey, this is, you know, there's not many people to play it, so people who do want to get into it, they don't know who to contact. Yo, contact us. We're we're NJ30K uh, group at Gmail. We're looking to kind of keep this alive and keep this growing. And we have this wonderful event coming up, you know, to start off. It's going to be every four months that this mem- this event will keep repeating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not only that, the, the 30K, uh, the PA group is pretty good. They're very active, too.
3: Very fucking awesome. They're
2: fucking awesome uh craig and i went to their what was it betrayer two
3: craig uh yes betrayer two
2: and that was two thousand points
3: three yeah Yeah, uh, it was two thousand five hundred I believe nice.
0: two
2: thousand five hundred yeah it's growing and
0: you know that
2: that's what you know that's what inspired us to do this to do what uh, do your mom? I mean, that—that that yeah. was
0: no inspiration.
2: If you cause... want to, my dad might even give you a couple of bucks. Is <laughs> <laughs> that cheap, dude? I bought this fucking paint, and but... there, there's fucking—oh wow! It's like the lid loosened, and there's like fucking—it's all corked up. Nice, calling, kind of like mom.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, it's, it sounds very familiar. Like a situation. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well damn So, uh, you guys want to talk about Titanicus? Yeah, I'm totally down for it. Craig?
3: I have no say in it. I mean, you
0: have some say.
3: I just don't care enough no, for it, to be honest. No that's,
0: all right. Let's first of all open this. So, Titanicus has been branded under the Horace Heresy name. So, for for me, who's a Horus Heresy player, it's awesome. I was going to play it regardless. Big metal robots swinging their dick around is nothing. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Let's be real. Um, some people might feel like, oh, it's not really, like, heresy-related. It technically is, because that's when all of the
2: big robots would have been around. Um... I mean they are in a forty K but like it is like it's branded Horse Heresy. Like I'm looking at the little Titanicus like mini poster that I got in the Grandmaster edition. It's and, not um, up
0: in your man cave yet? Or
2: oh, I say? It. Yo,
0: big fucking robot swinging this metal dick around. It's like being like I'm the boss.
2: Hey man. It's fucking awesome. But like it it does say like Horus Heresy on it, you know. So it's definitely rela I think it I think it counts. You know. Yeah,
0: me too, which is why I'm pretty happy with we're, we're talking about it in this, this segment. So yo, know, fans of the epic gaming community. We we've had this discussion numerous times in the chat between ourselves. Yo, know, I actually think this is the next epic game. It's epic won't be coming back. I think this is going to be epic. And you can disagree with me all you want on this, but you know, for me it's uh Definitely gonna be epic. They, the, the people that wrote the game, they left uh, an expansion rule for different types of units. Yeah, you know, I
1: thought... Feel... When...
2: Sorry, I cut you? Off. No, go ahead. I mean, I was listening to the Age of Darkness podcast, which is, you know, I'm a, I patron support them. They're fucking awesome, and um, they were interviewing one of the creators of Titanicus. The guy left GW to do his own shit somewhere else, and um he uh, he made it very clear to state that when they wrote the rules they they intentionally designed them for additional rules with uh, you know in case it did really well it would turn into epic like that was the idea and it's safe to say that um titanicus um went beyond expectation like far beyond it so i mean yeah and the game you know they knew that it it was what the, they knew that titanicus would only do so well because it's got a very limited range like once you once the fucking warhound titans come out all the all that's left are like chaos add-ons you know in case somebody wants to do chaos titans because i'm sure they'll fucking throw that in there because it'll make money yeah but, but uh, like
0: can you do that in the heresy era
2: i think I don't, I don't know i think it's fucking stupid but they're gonna do it because people want it like people a lot of, i've heard people talk about how they just that that's what they want and i'm like that's stupid but you know whatever whatever tickles your pickle <laughs> money
3: talks man money talks yeah,
2: exactly so like that's really all that's going to be left so it only do so well but when they see how like you know it surpasses expectation which it already has i think uh the holiday season is when they're going to re-release the grand master edition oh yeah definitely so i mean there's talk with with the amount of time that it takes i believe in the interview you're saying the amount of time that take you know to get them printed again that's when it would be out um so you know i i mean i it does it take two years to design plastic shit so i think in, in two years maybe that's when you'll see unless they already started making the stuff but that's well you I'll have see. to remember this is like well four
0: three four years in the making at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have to think that they're they've already got a lineup for, like the next three months. Like what's being released? Like what comes in that Grandmaster box for the Warhound, uh, the Warlord Tyson? It's just it you know there's definitely going to be a weapons option that comes out for that. And I feel bad for the people that have already glued that fucker together because yeah, like, let's be real, that's that's designed to be switched out. They even mentioned you know the the size of magnet. It's willing to accept you know, which will be you know, if you glue them in, I feel bad, but you I try and break it off and try and set the magnets up. that's to make sure, but i'm I'm pretty pumped. I'd like to see Epic come back, whether it's in the form of Titanicus or Epic itself. I think the the game function. And I played a couple of rounds of Titanicus. Like I said, I've, I've been doing demoing it for people at the local game store near me, which is Mythicos. And um, you know, people seem really pumped. They've actually said it's very similar to BattleTech. Um, it takes a bit from both, which is pretty cool. And uh, having limited experience with BattleTech, I, I can see the definite correlation between the two.
2: Yeah, well, and the guy did say in the interview like that they they did look at that game. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah,
1: they did.
0: Dude, it's uh, it's interesting. Like uh, the the first game, like I didn't think heat uh, well, reactor would be a real issue, but when you actually start playing the game, you're like, holy crap, reactor masses, yo, I gotta fix like. If you don't fix that reactor, it can do catastrophic damage. Just one guy pushed his reactor core into the orange and then ended up destroying himself. so it's you know it's it's no joke. there's a couple of things you gotta think about before you can actually fire in this game, which is interesting.
2: Fuck yeah, I'm really excited for it.
0: me too. Uh, hoping it takes off as well and. You know, I'm hoping at some point there can be a correlation between uh, the Heresy game and a Titanicus game that has, like, an effect on the battlefield. Kind of like the Battlefield Gothic, where you could play that alongside Heresy. I'd be pretty excited for that.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's people that do that in campaigns.
0: Yeah, man. I, I think that would just add to the experience. Definitely. I can't see that being a negative. Right, Craig? Um.
3: Uh, like I said, I'm not really... I'm more interested in Gothic Battlefleet Gothic and Battletech than I am Adeptus titan- Titanicus. I mean, I hate to say it, but Battletech is a better system for a really good simulator-style game and a tactical game. Uh, don't get me wrong, Titanicus is cool, but I'm also going to throw this out there. I have a real Titan. Why do I need smaller ones? <laughs> For epic size battles, you motherfucker. <laughs> hey, come see me with a real one, and then I'll actually care about Titans.
2: Alright, I'll show up with my warlord.
3: And I'll still kill it because I can just make it snapshoot all game long.
2: Yeah, and I'll just push your Titan off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you
3: what... drop kicked off the table and you won't have a Titan.
2: Yeah. It'll probably shatter. Like that one dude. You see the video where the guy took a sledgehammer to his fucking Super heavy? No. Yeah, he took a sledgehammer into his fucking tank and that thing, like, shattered. Ugh. They played, like, a like a game where, like, the loser had to, like, smash the tank with a sledgehammer and use it as terrain. And, like, he hit it and it just fucking exploded.
0: That would be, like, a worse outcome. To have that. about me.
2: Would you want to smash your uh, your piece, like... Let's be real. Fuck that. E- even if it was a recast, like if I put time into painting, that shit, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but even when you put time
0: into it, it's worth more
2: at that point. Cause like
0: if it, it cause you put time and effort into painting it, right?
1: Fuck
0: yeah. Dude, I it just I couldn't do it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the odds.
2: Trying to airbrush and like, I think it just got a little clogged. I'm Dude. basing my knight's metallic stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say, so in
0: terms of what I'm doing during the show, I'm I'm. So if people don't realize this, uh, I am building the uh cardstock, some uh, metallic stuff during the show. So basically, right oh, yeah? now I'm I'm, I'm gluing the pillars to create the sections.
2: Drunk and glowing?
0: Yeah, you know it. <laughs> the great thing is, uh, the glue I'm using, it's really easy to peel off. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, yeah, it's um. so if I do make a mistake, I can quickly fix it. But
2: I didn't know uh, that was even an option with the hot glue.
0: In terms of speed building, it's kind of working out to my favor, so I'm trying to get it done for our band, which is October 6th. I will be away. For A week, so I, I technically only have two weeks to do uh, a whole set,
2: which Did is you, fun. So, I you, um, you're doing the pillars and the doors right now,
0: yeah. Nice. So, I've done the walls to the terrain, uh, they were pretty quick. Um, and you know, technically, the longest part has probably been cutting out the sections,
2: yeah. Did the guillotine cutter help?
0: Oh, I did for cutting out the majority of the chunks, and then I fine-picked it with scissors and a, a sharp-edge knife.
2: Oh, and also, what we're talking about is uh, tagged events. Um, they, su- they sell cardstock terrain for Zone Mortalis. And, like, if you're in Australia, it's like 50 bucks for an entire Zone Mortalis set, and you just cut it out and assemble it, but I think I spent like probably like around one hundred and twenty. I got two sets, um, because shipping was cheaper if you bought, bought multiple. It's his older design too. Yeah, he has a more updated design, but uh, I,
0: it's it's pretty intricate to cut it out. But in terms of the um the overall product, once it's all together, it's pretty sweet looking. And uh, we'll definitely if you if you're looking to play Zone Mortalis and you don't want to pay out for like a board that's been specifically designed for that, you know this this card stock really works out. It's it's not too badly priced, and it will definitely add to the game experience. And if you, I can't stress this enough. If you haven't played Zone Mortalis, it is one of the fun parts of thirty k. That the rules are out there, and it. It's great for people trying to get into the, the game too.
2: Yeah, and I, I think one thing to point out that not a lot of people might be aware of, which if you're a heresy player you're aware of it, is Centurion. It was created by the dudes that um do the I have horror's podcast. And um it's perfect. Like if you bought a betrayal at Calf box set or even Prospero and you can get a thousand points out of that shit, like assembled and painted, then you're good to go. And like uh, if you play Centurion games, it's basically you know intended for smaller armies that are mostly infantry based. Um, it's fucking awesome. Like all you need is a thousand points or less even. But uh, and it's one of those box sets is you know it's just perfect. So that's why we're doing it like that for the event. So people that have small armies can um, you know still have fun,
0: still still enjoy the fun of Heresy events. Which yeah. is, you know, compared to a 40k event, the people are much more chill. They're much more relaxed. They're just there for fun. Um, there's there's not really the tournament stress of playing a very power beat army. And you can play a very power beat army to 40k. Uh, um, it's just, you know, the majority of players are very fluff-based. They like their armies to look pretty. And you don't really get that, which is the fun of being in the heresy group.
2: I think we kind of trailed off from uh, Titanicus, but I don't really have much else to say. I'm assembling my shit. I'm really excited to play it. Um, you know, I like that I don't have to do a big buy-in. No, you know, definitely. Like, for $250, i have got two Warlords, six Knights. I spent $51 shipped on eBay. I got me a fucking um, Reaver Titan. I think I'd get a better deal buying it at Mythicos during our event too, because you'd get like fifteen. Yeah, would get like fifteen off.
0: No, definitely you'll like, get a very good deal for our event. There's at tax, Mythicos. but it'll probably
2: even out.
1: So
0: And uh Mythicos is currently running demos for the game. Granted, not everyone's gonna have the models, uh, but they are definitely encouraging Titanicus. Um so...
2: Oh, and also, if you guys are ever interested in playing a little bit of uh, Epic, it's like a little one-off getting day, I've got shitloads of Epic, and we can use the Titanicus Titans with Epic, because from what I understand, aren't people saying that like the Titanicus Titan scale is actually more appropriate to true scale compared to the uh, Epic infantry? Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, Craig. Craig, how does that make you feel? You give a fuck? Is your winner jump at all when Fucking Craigbot's broken. What are you Um, playing, PUBG? You playing fucking Fortnite?
3: Nah, Rainbow Six Siege, man. Oh, yeah? He just shut you up. What? Yeah. (laughs) Good, I'm glad. Yeah, no, Epic just... The the new iteration of Epic, the models are great, but it's just not something I'm interested in. I already have Battletech on my list. Uh, Bolt Action... I don't need another heresy game right now considering Battlefleet Gothic is rumored in the future, and I'm a bigger fan of Gothic than I am Epic anyways. I mean, ship-to-ship combat is just more my thing.
2: I gotta admit, naval battle's pretty awesome.
0: It is, and I would definitely be interested in Battlefleet Gothic, but just remember, this is the price for Titanicus. Wait for
3: the price for
0: (laughs) Battlefleet Gothic. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm not buying the new models for Battlefleet Gothic. No, I got a guy on Shapeways that reprints all the old original BFG models. He's gonna use.
2: Wait, oh, he actually reprints the old ones?
3: He literally took and 3D scanned them and reprints them in plastic. Every single model ever made.
2: Yo, and he also he also made guy. them
3: fully modular. They're expensive though.
2: I want to um. Yeah, but scan my Imperator Titan for epic, and then reprint it in Titanica scale.
3: He doesn't do requests. He does what he has, and that's it.
2: Well, set me up with him anyway. I'll I'll ask him. Maybe
3: I can get him to no, scan it no, for no. me. No, no, no. He's not. It's not somebody I talk to like as a friend. It's. I just know. Just refer
2: player. me, and I'll I'll message him through Shapeways and see if I can get him to scan it for me.
3: Well, you could try, but you're gonna pay an arm and a leg since it's over in Italy. <laughs> I don't care
2: shipping, whatever. It's more it's a hobby thing. I'm not doing it to make money. I got some people that would three D print it, so I'm not I'm not looking to sell them. I just want you know, a, a, like two Imperator Tents. That's all. Just to paint them, have them look cool, you know. But a hobby.
0: Yeah, man. Yo, what are you doing underneath that table? You hear that? That's
2: my airbrush. I was just cleaning it out. Yeah, airbrush.
3: Up? That's what he's calling his dick.
2: Hey, that's that's the nickname for it. My wife, if she doesn't call it that, she can't get it. It's because it shoots blanks. Oh. oh I mean, it's a it's good one, but it's not really true, because, you know. It's. Uh, yeah, you
3: do have a kid. That is fair.
2: <laughs> Alright, so,
0: we seem to have tailed off into... Yo, What's so... So, in the show, we, we want to introduce a uh, couple of things. So, one of the co-hosts is currently serving in uh, some foreign country, I don't know. Bahrain. They are Bahrain. Um, He, uh, well, basically is recording some funny segments for you, which we have nicknamed The Musings of a Drunken Heretic in Jersey. Um which we'll put into the segments.
2: At some point. How you feeling there, man? How many deep are you right now? Me? Yeah. Uh three glasses
0: of Prosecco and this happens to be Rake Breaker. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nice. Deep in which way? No, I'm choking.
1: Did we even
2: touch on speculation? Is there anything to speculate
1: on? Well, right I now? feel like
2: this was a good time to put Chris Holmes in.
4: You know what the, the most annoying Legion is? The Alpha Legion. Fuck them, guys. So fucking annoying. Oh, they're so fucking good at everything. They're so fucking clever. All these fucking plans and all these plot twists and... Oh, the fucking Battle of Paramar, they can even fucking field the huge fucking, you know, fucking armor. Fucking company and fucking kick ass. And they're fucking great at everything. And they got their fucking little power daggers and they're fucking sneaking around. Fuck them. They never did a fucking thing. They didn't even show up to the fucking Battle of Terra. They never did a goddamn thing. The fucking Primarch never fucking killed anybody. As a matter of fact, he got fucking killed by fucking Dorn. The guy who fucking eats cats. You know? Like, oh, I'm going to sneak into fucking Terra. And then he gets fucking killed. Then he's fucking dead. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert if you hadn't read Pretorian adorn Anyway, I don't know. Fucking hurry up. Read all the fucking books before I fucking spoil the rest of them for you. Oh, my God. Those guys are fucking annoying. Second only to the fucking Space Wolves. Biggest hypocrites in the whole fucking heresy right there. I don't have to tell you on that one. Oh, the fucking Alpha Legion. Jeez. I could go on for fucking hours about these guys and these twisted fucking plots. The bullshit that they do. They don't even know what fucking color they want to be. This color shift and change in armor. Fucking. They're going to be green. They're going to be blue. They're going to be salamanders. They're going to be fucking ultramines. They don't fucking know. They can't make up their fucking mind. That doesn't mean they're fucking clever. It just means they're fucking idiots. You know, it's like if my wife was running a fucking legion. can't make up her fucking mind about what they want to fucking do. All these different fucking ideas. You know. Jeez. Come on pick a fucking, pick a side, pick a fucking plan, like, you guys aren't even good at fucking sneaking around, the fucking one story, you get the fucking Dark Angels fucking out, out, Alpha Legion, the Alpha Legion sneaking on the fucking Space Wolves in the fucking Alpha Legion book, crazy shit, in that fucking, whatever, fucking Nebula, and Alpha Legion couldn't even finish off the Wolves then, Jeez, unbelievable, What did they do? Oh, they tricked the Raven Guard. Oh, yeah, that's the fucking pinnacle of fucking legions right there, too. Bunch of guys that fucking paint their armor black and fucking go and hide in the fucking shadows. You know, oh, we got Corvus armor. Yeah, great. Corvus Gorax. That fucking douchebag fucking barely made it off his fan alive. Fucking emo, son of a fucking bitch. Who's more emo, him or fucking Night Haunter? I don't know. Fucking, fucking both sides of the same coin right there, if you ask me. You know, a bunch of fucking losers. No fucking good at anything. You know, the Legion's really amounted to fucking shit. Anyway, back to the fucking Alpha Legion. Those guys getting tricked and doing whatever by fucking Xenos. And then, oh, wait, there's actually three. There's three fucking. Yeah, have you heard that fucking rumor too? The fucking idea that there's three fucking Alpha Legion Primarchs. Oh, great. Yeah, another fucking great one. Yeah, we'll just make three fucking Primarchs. No, it's just two now. Now it's three. As soon as the third one gets killed, all oh, there's actually fucking four of them or some other fucking magic number because the Alpha Legion can never fucking lose Mary Sue motherfuckers that they are. Ah, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Anyway, I'm done fucking ran. You guys take it deep.
0: Alright. So in this segment, we're going to talk about fucking speculations for the Horace Heresy. Yo, what could potentially be coming out, man? What's out there? What, what could be coming? Yo, know, the next black book. What's in it? Yo, know, is Sanguinius gonna be flying, or is he gonna be hovering,
2: or is he a jump? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I hope that they make some kind of unique rule for him instead of like just adding some universal shit. I've I've heard many of things for Sanguinius,
0: and I to be honest, I'd rather he was flying, and he had the ability to join a troop that isn't flying.
2: Yeah, that's one thing though, like, when it comes to the um, like editing process, will they think to add something like that? Or will they just be like, oh, maybe we'll FAQ it in five years? Knowing Games for our shop,
0: it'll be an FAQ. So you buy this wonderful rulebook that's like, yeah, he's technically flying. 2 says Caesar, FAQ. He's not flying. He's jumping.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're like, fuck me, my Robux useless. I don't know. I, I, for me, I feel like it's kind of like pretty fucked up the way that they do that. But, you know, yeah. for me, I, I hope it's truly like planned out and fought well.
2: You know what? Uh, I think that's, I think Sanguinus is why I was thinking about doing, um, focusing on my uh, Blood Angels.
0: The 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 one legion that basically has a a uh, heretic function well actually I, I shouldn't say that because both of you have like the thousand sons that also suffer from something similar where they're affected by chaos.
2: Yeah, the the flesh change.
0: Yeah, so it that's it, pretty interesting that they're still loyalists, but they they are affected by chaos and that touch the um. I think uh, it's referred to in the second book of the Black Library, where they mentioned that Horace touches one of the canisters and feels like that affected the path of Sanguinius.
2: Wait, really? I don't... I don't... What do you mean, like...
0: Well, where they had the babies. It was during a flashback. Oh, really? Yeah. They mm-hmm. mentioned like he felt like that, that was a moment that might have caused Sanguinius to be uh, between the the lightness and the dark. Craig. No, what's your no, no.
3: On? You're you're getting it wrong. He touched one of the canisters of the un, of the uh erased Primarchs and he wondered what could have been.
0: It wasn't sanguineous. No, it was room. one of the
3: uh, one of the erased Primarchs. And he was just wondering, you know, what glories could have been in this canister and You know, like the untapped potential. And uh, it's... Sanguinius... Sanguinius is a weird one. Because he lands on Ball, Gets found by the natives. They walk up to his pod. His pod opens, and there's this little kid with angel wings. But, if you read the book The First Heretic, there's a part in it that makes you wonder... How did the, how did the, how did chaos actually get access to the canisters? Uh And, yeah, it's just, it's, you have to read First Heretic to get what I'm getting at. Because,
0: go ahead and explain it. We're listening.
3: So, at a point in the First Heretic, uh, Sanguinius or not Sanguinius, uh, Inqethel the Ascendant takes Archel Tall and all of his buddies to wherever, and shows them the tubes containing the Primarchs. Archel Tall has a crisis of conscience. Like, do I destroy these things? Do I open up the the thing? The do I destroy the Geller field generator and give Chaos access? Blah, Blah 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 blah. And basically at a point he does it and the Primarchs get scattered. Remember, chaos can control time. It's their thing. They can change time. I didn't know that they didn't have the power to actually not do that, so they made Orgil Tall do it for him as a pawn. There's there's a lot of There's a lot of open ended that you just can't that just makes no sense.
1: Yeah.
3: It's all an interpretation at most parts now.
0: Interpretations?
3: As to what you want it to be. A lot of it is left in that open format.
0: Okay. I mean... I, mean, I still think it would be... I mean, it's kind of... I don't know what what makes Blood Blood Angels so cool is the fact that they they kind of get infected with this side of chaos and why it's so appealing to most. Whereas you got like fucking uh, salamanders that are so good that you know it's impossible that they would have turned over to the dark side. The dark side, no, and also Imperial Fist. So it's 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 a pretty cool theory. But in terms of speculations, do we have any
3: good speculations for the heresy? No, not not right now. I mean, honestly, a lot of it is waiting to see what's coming. Truthfully. I mean, yeah. we yeah. know there's new minis coming for the Blood Angels. We know that White Scars and Blood Angels are getting mentioned in the book and taken care of, but realistically, with the way things have gone currently, with the Forge World price increase and all that, I hate to bring it up because we've already talked about it. You know, a lot of people are boycotting Forge World right now and not spending any money on their stuff.
0: China went up.
3: I mean, if they're you know if they're not making money off their newer products, then they may not make more.
0: It's not. It's once again, it's not a bad thing, but you you know, definitely you know we're not as a podcast we're not going to encourage you to buy that shit we, we hopefully admitted that we're totally for if you need to buy recast buy recast it's all about the hobby it's not about the the trying to support the company so if, if you like the heresy story which we all fucking do because it's a pretty fucking epic story of someone getting turned to chaos. Mm-hmm. And creating a revolution against his fucking dad.
1: Mm.
0: You know? And then fucking taking him on. That's pretty fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm really looking for the Blood Angel line, you know? Um, like, uh, they're just going to have some cool shit. Like, they have such ornate fucking models. You know?
0: Uh, definitely. I'm looking to see. Like kind of the what it is like the rules that come out for Blood Angels, yeah. You know, next to the Ultramarines, they're probably one of uh, Forge World's best uh, chapters that have come out. Legions,
3: uh, man, Legions, not chapters. God.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's pretty—he's pretty deep in the hole right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, I'm—I'm I'm going for it. I'm going for it. <laughs> Yo, I have a reason to celebrate. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah, man. Spent spent three months. I'm I'm good. But yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, fuck, where was I? (laughs) (laughs) The next assessment. (laughs) No, the the. Yeah, skipping this and just go into the next segment. Yo, get it.
3: <laughs> Should we edit this? <laughs>
0: just leave it in. It's funny. Um,
3: Seven hours of editing. Here I come. Probably not going to have that much time to do that. Sorry, boys. You're getting what you get out of me.
0: All right. So the next segment is getting fluffed by Craig. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So, for all of you, we've we come up with this segment, which we think is absolutely hilarious, and we
2: challenge you to
0: out-fluff Craig. That's the best way of describing this,
2: right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to see somebody try to outfluff Craig. I'd okay. love it. And, and I mean, you, you just know, get two dudes standing next to him, and whatever other bro comes in, and whoever fluffs him the best, you know. Of
3: course there's a sex joke involved.
2: There's <laughs> always a sex joke involved.
3: This Craig, I mean, may what... be the most homoerotic 30k podcast ever to exist. i that it. out there.
2: I mean, that's your fault.
3: Uh, I anyway. don't know about that. You're the one who comes up with the names and shit.
2: But, um, Craig, do you want to, like, talk about what the first segment is going to be like, or do you want it to be a surprise?
3: Well, honestly, yep. I was just going to leave it up to you guys to decide what you want to do with it for the first one as far. Do you have something you want to ask that we can see if I know it or not know it or? We'll challenge the fluff master. He's gonna fluff it up,
0: make it sound real pretty.
3: Just realize there is a thing in the uh, porn industry known as a fluffer, whose sole job is to fluff up a man's balls prior to his big bang.
2: Well, he get his dick hard. Yeah. And and so... and fluffers for females, I guess they get their nipples hard or something. I have no clue. So it's it's not Craig's regular job, No, i just, <laughs> just juxtap-
0: <laughs> uh, it's jokes. <laughs> That's why you're so tired, man. All
1: right,
0: <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> all right, now it all makes sense, though. Um, so you know, in this in this section, you know, we we actively encourage people to write into NJ Buddy K Group with chat like subject to challenge the fluff or fluff by Craig. And, like, challenge something that you think you know, and we'll see if Craig is able to say, yeah, that's true, or it's, like, no, actually, it happened differently. We've quite regularly challenged him ourselves, and he's come up and mentioned regular fluff bits that we've got wrong ourselves.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, you can't really (laughs) stump that fucker. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's like, I, I can go into, like, you know, for me... You gotta challenge this guy. Make sure he understands or come up with like something difficult to see if he he knows or he knows about it or is able to challenge him. So,
2: Craig, is there anything that like stands out to you about the heresy? Like any part of the lore that's like really more like uncommon knowledge? To, like, <sighs> really get your fucking noodle stiff.
3: Uh <sighs> A minute to think about this one, because there is a lot of information in it. Well one thing that bothers me too is a lot of people like they instantly like to assume that you know just because something is written is automatically making it gospel. Um but then a week later it's changed by Forge World or GW in another book. And the fact mm-hmm. is is the way 30k and even 40k at this current time because it's all open to interpretation. It, there's a lot of plot points. Like the Alpha Legion, since they're one of my armies and I did a lot of digging into it. It's like the whole there's two Primarchs, what about the third Primarch? Uh you know, what if they have a third one? Because if you look at the Greek alphabet, there's the Alpha, which is the beginning, the Omega, which is the end, and the meta, which is everything is essentially the after. Which, what if there's a third brother that only those two knew about, not even the Legion knew about it? What if it stands for Sigma, which is the sum, which represents the whole of the Legion? It's just... People like to make all these assumptions that something is fact just because it's written that way, but there's a lot of sneaky little hints that you look at, and you're like, huh, well, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean... Do you think... Go on. Do you
0: do you think that technically only one of them
3: could have been actually a Primarch? They are so here's the thing with the Alpha Legion. Sure. Or, or the Primarchs. Is that they yeah, they shared a soul. They are like at the end of Praetorian of Dorne, um, Alpharius is killed by Dorne. I am one of the few Alpha Legion players who's telling you Alpharius is dead. He is not coming back. He—it wasn't some elaborate trick. Alpharius is dead. At the instant that it happens, Omegon, who is God knows where else in the galaxy by himself, sits there and has a moment, and he goes, and he—I believe his exact words were, "For the first time in my life, I am alone." He put on the ma- he put on Alpharius's armor, talked to Horus, and he says, "I am Alpharius. So. It's really, yeah. They shared a soul, and they could feel what was going on with one another. And there's one Primarch, but again, I'm one of those people who's kind of cool with the idea that maybe there's a third. They could do some creepy shit with their librarians, where they could psychically change places with other Marines. So who knows? I mean, didn't they?
2: Didn't they look like the? Primarchs, like they, the Primarchs would go into their bodies or shit.
3: Um, what would actually happen is, say, Marine A gets turned into Alpharius. They switch souls. That Marine takes over Alpharius' body, and Alpharius takes over the Marine's body. And then, over time, they would eventually fully switch places, where even their bodies would become one another's, mm-hmm. where Alpharius would become the become himself again. It's Oof. some weird trait that them and their librarians could pull off. And it's kind of cool when everybody doesn't even think about that as being a, a thing. But it is. That's,
0: that's pretty crazy. What happens if the uh, the person inside the primal body dies? Can Alpharius return?
3: No, Alpharius is the marine. So he's fine. Alpharius is just like, oh, hey, cool. That guy died in my body, but good thing I'm gonna turn. He's I'm gonna turn into him anyway, so we're good.
0: Yeah, but like, isn't isn't a uh, Primarch's body meant to have like more hearts and fucking a better immune system and shit like that?
2: Magical man, magic.
3: Um, magic. See, the hard part is, is both marine or er, all marines have multiple hearts, lungs, all that stuff. Um, how it works really is. I think primarchs are just like regular marines it's just that they have a more potent strain of the genetic material. Like theirs is uh there's is more advanced.
0: See it's, the way i read it is they were more fucking complicated.
2: Yeah cuz like remember when they were working on Horus like everyone's like we you know we don't understand primarch physiology the only person that could really do anything is the emperor.
3: Yeah, their DNA is more advanced, but they don't have... They have the same hearts, or the same number of hearts, same number of lungs. Remember, the basic marine template stems from Primarch DNA. Um, basically, basic marine DNA is a watered-down version of the Primarchs. That's why, like, when Fulgrim first met his legion, his legion was decimated 300 marines. And he saved them. Because his gene seed was pure enough that it could eliminate the issues that he had with, uh... It could eliminate the plague that was on his legion that destroyed them.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Because basically what a marine is, is it's not a clone of a Primarch, but it's just basically, like... It's a son. It's a child. It's... Surrogate DNA pl- uh, planted into a normal human at a very young age that allows them to grow. I mean, the basic creation of, an, of a space marine is basically they pick them up at like the age of five or ten years old. The younger, the better. And They go through these multiple surger- surgeries. One of the one of the surgeries is the uh, larynx organ which is essentially what gives them the rapid blood clotting and rapid healing of their wounds. The third lung, which allows them to breathe underwater or in space for a short time. Uh, a second stomach, which basically acts as a what they call a pre-stomach. It filters poisons, toxins, and anything they eat. So it allows them to eat poisonous food. Um, I think the asmodula is the organ in the brain that allows them to basically eat anything and learn its life if it was a living thing so they could eat another human and learn all of its memory what it was so they're zombies (laughs) to a degree yeah except zombies don't learn these guys do they're more adaptive yo I mean they even have an an organ that basically fuses their ribcage into solid bone and then also strengthens it
0: How hard is that bone? Oops.
3: Hard enough that probably a bullet can't even go through it, but a bolt shell can, because it's a seventy-five caliber explosive grenade.
0: That's, that's uh, no. This is why they are the Emperor's Finest, man. They're, they're fucking designed to take this shit.
2: Fucking crazy.
3: But, just remember, they were made by Chaos. So were the Primarchs. So the heretics. <laughs> well, Technically, the Emperor made a deal with Chaos that if you give me the ability to create these mer- these people, these Marines, these Primarchs, you know, I'll leave you guys alone, let you do your thing. Every- so basically the entire 30k universe stems from Chaos.
1: What? No way. No.
3: No, I yeah. Fun fact there, most people don't know that one. Yeah. All right, I actually knew that. One of
2: the very few things I retained. <laughs> very few. very
0: uh, few. Due to alcohol, that no, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, that that was um a brief preview into getting fluffed by Craig. Um. And this is pretty much, you know, a segment we we actively encourage, actively encourage people to reach out with fluff and challenge Craig at it. You know, Craig has a very extensive knowledge of this shit, way beyond. And so we we'd love to see what people can come up with to challenge him.
2: Yeah, maybe or, we'll surprise or they him. Just want to ask questions, like, yeah, man. Know, like- like I I've always wanted to know about this, you know. Like or you know stuff like that.
0: Yeah, or like, hey, I'm trying to build an army, does this fluff work? And like maybe Craig can answer it. And uh hopefully give no, me no, some no, back.
3: Probably Craig can answer it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Craig too in his own horn. Yeah, do, just send it to Craig, he's got this. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, bro. I've got this. I hold my beer. Yo, it's nice segment we're pretty chuffed about because yeah I'm hopefully no one can challenge this guy. I mean I've come up with some ludicrous scenarios and he's come up with answers for all of them.
3: Like his theory on the Catan being chaos.
0: Oh they're totally chaos.
3: Nope totally disproved that already.
0: Oh no Shane agreed with me.
3: Well he's also wrong because if you read through (laughs) the lore Uh, Yeah well he's wrong. Do you really want me to get into this one too now?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Why well, not? Let's just you know go into the back. you really backstory. want to get into this one? I
2: mean, it's kind of relevant to um Salamanders because didn't oh I know that's not that's uh Iron Hands. That's why his isn't that why he's like which one of them wrestled a uh metal Rassel.
3: Fucking... Ferris hey. Manus. Yeah, okay. Ferris Manus. He's got so, metal okay, hands. The thing with Ferris Manus. Though, is nobody knew what the uh I forgot the name of it. It the starts with spider.
0: He was jerking off too much and it spat it's... and it became Metal Hands. Yeah. Just...
3: The Azanoth, that's the name that's of it. Logical. The the creature that fires manis is known as the Azanoth. So it has many different beginnings. It could be a Necron tomb spider, but the problem is it's a worm. Made out of living metal. So it's definitely either a Necron or Catan creation. Um But there's no again, no proof on what it actually is. As far as the Catan themselves, they existed well before Chaos did. Chaos Chaos didn't exist up until the first of m- murder. If you read the book Master of Mankind, there's a demon known as Drakhnian. That is the first demon ever created from the first human. M- the first murder was the Emperor killing his uncle because his uncle killed his father. In old Anatolia in Earth, in pre-Middle Ages. Like We're talking like people in loincloths with their dongers hanging out in dingleberries for days, Middle Ages.
0: Nice. Sounds like what your house.
3: So the Catan existed before that because the war in heaven was fought between the Catan, the Old Ones, the old or the Orcs or the Quark at the time. And the Catan existed well before Chaos because the one problem is the Catan have no emotions. The Old Ones lived in the Webway, so Chaos had no effect on them. The only reason shit went wrong is because of the Enslaver Plague, but that's a story for another time. Basically, Chaos didn't exist until after the Catan, and the Old Ones fought their war in Heaven. So no, they are not Chaos Gods. Or Chaos Creations. And To add to it, the katan are actually hurt by the warp. The warp is their ending. It's what can kill them easily. So if they were Chaos, why would the warp kill them so easily? Interesting. Ta-da! What about Skaven? Skaven
2: are Chaos, right?
3: Can be, yes, actually.
2: Yeah, they are. That's like a... So like with the weaker chaos gods,
3: yeah, the rat the the, the horned rat, yeah, or the Korean yes. horned rat, something like that, I don't fucking know what they call them all I know is the horny ass, rat. yeah, but yeah so katan are not chaos, game over with that one,
0: but they are how's that?
3: Of course, Drunken Lewis is going to say it, just to antagonize, even though I just gave him every reason that he's wrong.
2: No, I mean, they they technically are. Hey, Craig, how many times at my birthday party do you think my brother called Lewis a limey bastard?
3: God. I can't count that high.
2: Yeah.
3: I can't count that with that high. Pretty sure he was. That was ridiculous.
2: It was amazing.
0: It was. It was a very good time. You know, (laughs) even my name. And not being associated, I I don't think he. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it was a pretty high amount. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Good. That is. Here, here's me like gluing away at, like some more Talus boards. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I still think they're chaos. Satans are chaos. They're born from, <laughs> from from born from the uh, destroyed stars from the webway
2: you know I mean are you even going to rebuttal that one dude or are you just going to like sign?
3: <laughs> just sober up and then I'll just shut him down again you can actually hold a coherent thought to it
0: I can hold a coherent thought I'm gluing fucking Zomortalis peg I, I don't I'm, even know I'm, what
3: dude, this put this the glue
2: is. gun down and,
1: yeah. and wait till tomorrow <laughs> no it's going well
3: <laughs> he's going to wake, wake up listen. Listen, listen, uh, I'm pretty sure if you turned on a webcam right now, you'd have a glue bottle stuck out of your nostrils.
2: Dude, he just opened another one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Proper ventilation. Proper ventilation.
2: Do yeah, me. I was just working with solvents. and I didn't turn the fan on.
3: <laughs> Woo! Oh, well, you're stoned. You're gone.
0: Yeah, I... In in terms of this podcast, I have to add the intelligent fun part of this. <laughs> Were you going to
2: say something after that, or is that it? No, that
0: was, no, that was, it. That was it. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's all I've got. Thanks, man. Um,
2: that was enlightening.
0: No, I mean, in terms of uh, how I felt, this is kind of... You know, if you're looking at this, the Tans as a whole unit, they're born from dist- destroyed stars, which are chaotic powers to begin with.
2: So... So wait, you know what I want to talk about for a second? The War in Heaven, that was pre-Earth, like Earth, right?
3: No, sort that was... of kind. So the War in Heaven was a war fought between the Catan and the Old Ones. Um, the Catan the were gaseous creatures that fed off of stars and suns and all that shit. They fed off raw energy. Actually, the ne- a lot of fluff says that the Necron tier, um, their star was like that because of the Catan, but there's no proof to it. Um,
1: but well, you know what? And
2: how many instances? The in heaven.
3: In- so the old ones created humanity. Here's the thing about them: is they were life creators. They seeded the galaxy with life. They created the Elder, they created the Orcs, they created humanity, and God knows what else. It's even rumored that they're the reason the Tyranids exist. That the the Tyranids were actually the uh, the redo button for the War in Heaven. Really? That shit should get out of control. They use them to just wipe out the whole galaxy and get a fresh restart on everything.
2: Are there any Tyranids ever in 30k?
3: Oh uh, no. Well, yes, actually. Kind of. If you want to get technical, kind of, yeah.
2: Say can um, I, actually.
0: Can I give a shout-out to the guy on uh, Facebook that totally made the rules for any ZDOS race that would have been around in
2: Heresy? King Fluff. I was actually thinking we could do, like, an episode talking about his, his work.
3: King Fluff. Shout-out to I'm him. Honest, as cool as that is, I don't want to fight ZDOS races.
2: You wouldn't, wanna, have, you wouldn't wanna you wouldn't want to do like a like a, a couple of games like against um mega arachnids Like no, just, created, just for a scenario?
3: He created Xenos races such as like the Tyranids, the Necrons, the Eldar. He just brought the forty K races over. That's all he did. Well like he, he even did somehow. like Mega
2: and shit. Am
3: I thinking the same guy? Because there is a guy who's porting so. over all the forty k races into thirty k.
2: No, the King Fluff guy takes the Xenos races from the novels.
3: Oh, okay, like, yeah, I'm thinking the wrong person.
2: From what the I understand, person, right? Pretty awesome, like rules. That for, like, is fine.
3: Like he's got a great
2: reputation. His name's That Fluff. is
3: fine. But the guy who's making the the forty k races and the thirty k races, like rule sets. Don't get me wrong, the guy's doing a hell of a job, but. It's kind of the reason I left uh, 40k and don't like it, is the Xenos are like, Necrons, Tau, Eldar, all that. They're the reason 40k is so badly broken at times.
2: But yeah, it you know, makes the rule management harder.
3: That's well, why, that's like why
2: that. 30k is so balanced. It's just, you know,
3: it's very... It's marine it's, on marine, with maybe well, a, an odd human in there.
2: Right, well, with the exception of Mechanicus and then humans. Right.
3: Yeah, but that's that's something you would expect. Like I don't want to see Necrons, I don't wanna see Tyranids, Dark Eldar, it's not what I play Thirty K for. Yeah. I like marine on Marine Violence, not Oh hey look, a knife eared bastard just showed up and fed me a load of shuriken shots.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually um pretty intrigued by the fact of uh, Xenos races coming to 30 K because you you can't tell me in this universe that the Orcs, Necron, Tyranids, and Eldar weren't around as they were referenced in the 30k universe.
2: Well to play to play Eldar, you could just use a seventh edition or even sixth edition if there is one. Eldar. whatever codex is relevant. But like You know, you could use one of those. From what I understand, there are ways to play it by certain point levels where, like, it's pretty balanced. But one thing that I wouldn't mind is if there were... If they made orc rules, but they made different orcs. Because in 30k, orcs were a lot bigger. So, what I would like to see is, like, orc miniatures that are just fucking, like, huge. You know? I think that'd be cool just from an aesthetic point you know for like certain scenarios i'm not talking about like giant orc armies you know i'm talking about just like
0: yeah i hear you it's like uh they just models that represent their true size in this time of, of the warhammer universe
2: yeah
4: yeah be
2: do like certain you know cuz there are 30k stories where they fight orcs and shit so
0: i could understand if like The Necrons were technically under the ground at this point. Like, and they weren't in it, but like Orcs and Elder, they're definitely there. And there's other races that are referenced in the book that we have yet to see in the 30K universe.
2: One story that I remember reading about in in one of the earlier books or novels was uh, I forget who was telling the story, but they, um, they like landed on a planet. And all these robots that were basically left on the planet to maintain it um, were fighting back because the Marines were just destroying them. And after they destroyed the final robot, they discovered that they weren't there to, they weren't actually like a race. They were just there to like maintain the planet. And there, there was no sign of life on the planet left. And then, like, in the tunnels, they found like an exact replica and map of Terra. But there, <laughs> there was nobody left on the planet to actually like. You know, so it was just that—that that was a cool story.
3: Well, that could be the Men of Iron that did that.
1: Yeah. Did you see mm-hmm. that? Yeah.
0: Hmm. You like that's the Men of Iron? Dead. Could silence. be
3: the Men of Iron. Yeah. Could very well be them.
2: What are they? Tell me about Men of Iron.
3: The Men of Iron, so humanity is actually, currently is a bunch of pussies compared to what humanity was before the Dark Age. Like, space marines are a joke compared to what humanity was before them. Really? They have weapons that could obliterate people with a single thought. <laughs> like, they were so powerful that the Eldor and orcs even were like, nah, we're cool, not aggression packed, let's sign that shit so you don't bother us. Really? That's how powerful humanity climbed to. It was only the it it was only the or the, the age of strife that caused humanity to fall, and the Men of Iron were robots created to serve humanity as like housekeepers and all that shit. But they became sentient, and in typical movie fashion, hey, kill all humans, you know, just like Bender.
2: That's basically the Mega Man series from NES.
3: And that's what it is. That's what the men of iron were. But that's some why say they were corrupted by chaos. But who knows?
2: I mean, how would chaos corrupt a machine? That doesn't. Um, uh, actually, no, they do that.
3: Don't but forget. They, uh, don't forget, they corrupted a Castigator Titan. They did do that.
2: Yeah, but Castigator Titans have pilots.
3: Nope, not that one. Castigator Titans were controlled completely by AI.
2: Really? So there's no yep. pilots in castigators?
3: Nope, they're con- they're controlled by a sentient AI. I
2: didn't know that.
3: There was only one in existence, and it got destroyed.
2: Were you talking about the Night Titans, the Castigators?
3: Nope. It was a, it was it was a Titan that was as big as a warlord. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was sentient. It was on the Lost World of Chirinia.
2: There's just one?
3: Just one. And the the STC to create them was there too. But that had to be destroyed. Because it was A, AI. And B, it was corrupted by chaos. That's cool as
1: fuck.
0: Yeah, it's pretty that's pretty crazy.
1: You're yep. still standing. More you know. We just Maybe? need a
2: black lady in a rainbow.
1: The more you know.
0: So Get this it. is getting fluffed by Craig. This is our second where we want you to challenge him. Right?
2: That's that's Lewis trying really hard to talk.
0: <laughs> I did warn you this might have been one of those nights.
1: <laughs>
2: Nice. It's, okay. uh, it's, it's a celebration. Wanna, do you guys want to talk at all about any other game systems that we're currently uh, interested in? Or is that something that you wanted to save for another time?
0: I've been uh, trying to... Well, go ahead, Craig.
3: I was going to say, we should probably save that because we're going to run out of shit to talk about if we keep this up. This will be a one-run episode <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Uh,
0: I don't know we we keep drinking and this shit will happen no (laughs) we're gonna hear you fall out of your
1: chair (laughs) just gonna hear snoring
0: just gonna hear snoring in the background anyway let me advertise you know I'm this is this episode was sponsored by Jersey Go Raid Breaker no
3: I'm just (laughs) (laughs) this episode was sponsored by Go Fuck Yourself (laughs)
2: Um, I'm going to call up Trojans Whoa.
3: tomorrow and see if they'll Whoa. get us a sponsorship. Anyway, really
2: harsh, Craig. Jeez. I'm
3: going to call up Trojan tomorrow so we can see if we can get sponsored by him.
0: We're
2: trying.
3: No, just, as chosen. It's all about the them free condoms, boys.
2: I just finished um, the uh, tracks for my Spartan. I just got to put them on now. And then, I oh, know, I should rust. I should do some rust, never mind. So I was going to
3: paint tonight, and, and then this happened.
2: <laughs> so, uh,
0: in terms of other tabletop games, I've been trying to learn Basel So I've tried to learn it. Mm. And um, it's been a fun ride. Very similar to Titanicus. For um, any of you that aren't aware, the game Tech is very similar. Um, it's fun. It's... It, uh, for me it just lacks that heresy feel. Like it needs infantry. Um it has it. I haven't got that far into that, let's be real. <laughs> I'm I'm playing like the demo test set, which is very basic. Yeah, you know, I know there's tanks into there, but for me it it uh I don't know. Interesting. It works. It's it's fun to play, but like it's it's very um. It's not like you can just charge into combat. Let me put it that way.
3: It's more, it's more strategic and intensive than thirty k. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's that's what Titanicus is. It's like you have to think about it a little bit more.
3: BattleTech is even more strategic than that, man.
2: Yeah, dude, BattleTech goes fucking deep, from
3: what I understand. It's also the it's also one of the oldest tabletop games in the world. It's even older than Warhammer. Yeah. yeah, it's it is? really it's older than. Yeah, I think well, it's, I know I know Adeptus I think Titanicus is like 3 years older.
2: Like Adeptus Titanicus did come out like the original one in 1988 did come out as a reaction to BattleTech.
3: Yeah, like, BattleTech has been around for a, for I think a year or two at minimum longer than uh anything involving Warhammer
2: and um I love the fact that like it seems like there's going to be a Battletech resurgence you know a lot of people are getting into it they got a new rule set coming out or it came out I think it it it, it released at um, one of the events some people got some early copies
0: no I I mean it's a fun game don't get me wrong I actually think Titanicus is better. Yeah. As it stands right now, because Titanicus, the reactor levels play a massive role compared to the uh, I forget what they call it in Battletech, but it's like the the energy or fuel cell levels. It plays mm-hmm. more of a role, like an overheating in Titanicus than uh Battletech.
2: does that make you feel, Craig?
3: Really? We're gonna go there? We are. Why not? Why Don't not, man? Because Battletech has pilot skill that actually determines how badly you could fuck up.
2: You're not gonna, I'm actually him? You're not gonna say I'm actually? Come on.
3: Don't forget, overheating actually can destroy your mechs in Battletech and you could do it a lot faster based on your weapons.
0: You can do and that basically. in Titanicus.
3: Yeah, but here's the thing you could probably go three or four turns shooting a weapon
0: no you can't titanicus no you can't uh,
3: machine... i don't know i've watched people play titanicus on youtube and
0: i've played it, it went three or four times without overheating i i played it you can't
3: i'm gonna take it from people who play games like this for a living and had the copy when it first came out oh
0: oh i didn't i'm sorry
3: no they had it before you they had it like the day after it was announced because they had the special demo copies to showcase the game on YouTube.
0: They didn't get a oh. demo copy. They got a Warlord Titan and the Rawbucks.
3: No, they got a full Grandmaster set of Gorilla Miniature Games. Mini Wargaming got them.
0: Oh, a- hang on. Calling you out right now. Gorilla Miniature Games only got a Warlord Titan and the Yeah,
2: He did. I watched that video.
3: No, that's all they used.
0: No, that's all they got. They didn't give the Grand Master set out to anyone on YouTube. You want to They physic they physically had to buy it. Miniature wargaming had to buy that shit. They mentioned regardless, that in the video.
3: Regardless, BattleTech is a far more complex system when it comes to.
0: I I I would say uh,
3: Titanicus uh-huh. is a little bit more
0: complicated. I'm afraid.
3: Then Battletech as a whole?
0: Battletech Alpha Strike? For sure. Alpha, I haven't... Strike.
3: Alpha Strike is cancer. It's not, though. Strike... No, it's the worst game mode because I can literally do it right now where I can rig you a guy who can one-shot everything and never die. Alpha Strike is actually terrible. I will never play that. You have to play Classic.
0: But you, you would never played the, the one format that's coming out.
3: Alpha, sh- Alpha Strike is bad. Don't play Alpha Strike. Play Classic Battle tech. Classic is what you want. Don't me on this.
2: Classic. Uh, I know from what I understand, like it gets deep with like fucking math equations and shit. Crazy.
3: Yeah, you have to know a lot. And your heat management is key because you can fire a wep- one weapon, and overheat your mech instantaneously. Alpha Strike, on the other hand can literally build mechs that never overheat, pilots that never get hurt, and pilots that never miss. Don't play Alpha Strike. Do yourself a favor. Save your love for a game and don't play Alpha Strike.
0: Alpha Strike's not bad. I didn't, I didn't uh, Alpha
3: really. Strike is awful. If you ever asked me to play Alpha Strike, I would send you a bag of dicks.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of a story. that'd be just going to your house.
3: Oh yeah, you're gonna get some dick years. Don't matter. Like I said, man, anything that pays them bills because you ain't leaving because it ain't free. (laughs) Alright. Just saying. Making it clear.
2: There's a game on Kickstarter that I... I I actually funded a bunch of games on Kickstarter. There's one called Deep Madness. Um, It's fucking crazy. It's very Lovecraftian. Um, It's like... You know the movie uh, Abyss. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but like Lovecraftian, with like, but like a kind of also a mix of like Dead Space. You know the game Dead Space.
0: Yeah, I do know the game Dead Space.
2: Yeah, so it's like kind of like a combination of those.
0: That's pretty pretty fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, and it's gonna I'm gonna be getting it in the mail soon. It's fucking crazy. So I'm pretty excited about that. You should be, man. It's fucking
0: pretty excited. Uh, so, this this is pretty much the other games we're pretty fucking interested in. If you guys have a game that we should be looking out for, fucking message us, let us know. You know, we're totally into finding other games too. You know, but our main focus will be on the heresy because we're all heresy addicts. Right, Chris? Fuck yeah. Um and you know it'd be fucking awesome to kind of hear your experience in the Heresy community, the battles you've been in. If you want to send us a fucking epic story that's happened in your games, you know, or for if you found a game that you think other Heresy players might be interested in, you'll shoot us a shout. We'll read it. And you want to send all of this to Group ah gmail dot com. And from there, we can kind of look at it, read your stuff out live on air, and hopefully it'll be fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, since we're here chilling out, the Craig bot seems to have gone off, and we don't know where he's gone. It's it's kind of unreliable.
1: Oh, wow.
3: There he
2: is. If you read oh, the
3: chat, you'll see that I've been letting you guys know when I'm leaving and coming back.
2: Cranked one out real quick.
3: <laughs> All I have to do is think we'll take a leak. Yeah. I call on ostomy bags like you guys.
2: Hey, Amen. Yeah. Don't dog it unless you tried it.
3: Good God, no. <laughs>
2: I hope I'm making the right choice by dousing these tracks. After I like, I made them all nice and metally. I'm like dousing them in fucking rust effects. Then again, it is a really weathered tank, so. Dude, that
0: tank is gonna look killer on the battlefield, especially yeah. with the way your army looks right now. Yeah. So. I, I mean, that's we pretty much covered the, the the topics that we were looking to cover in this episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, we're probably good. I mean, in terms of uh, extra topics, yeah, there'll be an ace Facebook group coming out, so you guys can message us through Facebook. We should have an Instagram pretty soon where we'll upload like our hobby progress. You'll shoot us your hobby progress, I'm sure we'll love to see it. You know, for future episodes, I kind of want to see what other people are doing in terms of hobby progress. Maybe we can give you a shout out. Like maybe there's some technique that you've used that looks really fucking cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, that's really it for me. I mean, yo, Craig, Chris, you do you guys have any shout outs before we end this episode?
2: You know, what we should do. Um, I have to find it. Is um. Our musings of a drunken heretic actually does commission paints and
3: Stormscaping. Recent... What uh, was it? ruin storm painting there we Find go I'm on Facebook you'll see some photos he's actually working on my full scale reaver titan for me in the future can't wait to see that he will be getting my second titan that I buy for 30k whichever one it is I don't know which one it's gonna be because god they're expensive
2: Yeah, Ruinstern Painting. Yep, I just found it. Um, It says very responsive, too. Recently, somebody that he guaranteed commission to just recently ghosted him. So we should help him get some fucking more clientele because his work's fucking phenomenal.
3: Somebody ghosted him?
2: Yeah, they requested a job and then when it came time to like mail him the shit, they just fucking chickened out and Left all the chats and isn't answering any like messages from anyone, so you
1: know, wow, yeah. <sighs> that's
2: rough, it's fucked up because like you, you're you wasting someone's time there, like you know, like so. If you want shit painted legit 30k
0: to the max, this guy's the guy to do it.
2: Yeah, he's actually the dude that's been helping me with pointers on the shit that I'm working on right now. Like the the tank as well as the like like the carapace. He's helping me out with colors and shit and he's actually painting the um like a bunch of terrain for me for the event. Um and and it looks incredible. I posted it up in our group chat and uh in the text messaging. It's fucking insane looking.
0: So, definitely. So, check him out, RuneStorm Painting. Uh, excellent guy. We know him personally. Check him out. And, Craig, do you have anything you kind of want to add in before we bounce for this episode? Before Lewis stumbles off of his chair. <laughs> you believe it or not, I'm actually pretty sober.
3: You're <laughs> going to find him dead in the ditch tomorrow? Nah, that'd be horrible.
0: It would take a lot more to get me there, but we'll be there.
3: (laughs) Dibs (laughs) on his army.
2: (laughs) Yeah, dude. I want that shirt. I already got the other one. So, anything, Craig? Anything at Uh, all? No, I
3: got nothing.
0: All right, guys. This is uh, Road to Damnation, a Horace Heresy podcast. We're signing off for tonight. We're hopefully planning to make this every Sunday, so check us out. And, uh, yeah, this is a goodbye from the squad. See ya! Kick Craig Ball out.
1: Kick the Craig Ball out.